Hello, Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell listeners. Why are so many dogs suffering from health issues? Actress Katherine Heigl, who's helped save over 16,000 dogs through her foundation, said she's seeing more issues with dogs' joints, odors, and health than ever before. And after doing a ton of research, she feels there's one place we can look to improve any dog's health. Their food! What she discovered is that the way many dog foods are made can actually create toxins that could be wrecking our dog's health. And this is true even for many premium brands. Fortunately, she found that just by adding a few special superfoods to her dog's food, she saw huge transformations in their health. She's made a 20-minute video explaining step-by-step how anyone can do the same thing to see incredible changes in their dog's health. This worked amazingly for our dogs Shazam, Astro, and Brandy. We are noticing more energy, healthier skin and coat, just looking and acting younger. They love it. If you want to keep your dog healthy and happy, go to BadlandsFood.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron and watch Catherine's video right now. Again, that's B-A-D-L-A-N-D-S-F-O-O-D.com forward slash Jimmy and Ron. Spring is in the air at Littleton Coin Company, and we want to help you brighten your collection. Visit us at littletoncoin.com all month long to enjoy 15% off your purchase. With a wide selection of coins, paper money, supplies, and more, Littleton Coin Company has something for every collector's taste. Use promo code SPRING at littletoncoin.com for 15% off your purchase all month long. Restrictions apply. Littleton Coin Company. Serving collectors since 1945. The following show contains adult content. It's not our intent to offend anyone, but we want to inform you that if you are a child under the age of 18 or get offended easily, this next show may not be for you. The content, opinions, and subject matter of these shows are solely the choice of your show hosts and their guests, and not those of the Entertainment Network or any affiliated stations. Any comments or inquiries should be directed to those show hosts. Thank you for listening. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, bringing you the best in music, fashion, pop culture, and entertainment. What's up, everybody? We got a great show for you today. Before we get started, let's just say hi to everybody, starting off with my cool, outrageous man about town co-host, Mr. Ron Russell. I'm injured. (laughs) I'm bleeding to death. He doesn't care. The show must go on. Gallons of blood have come out of my hands. Yes, he's got a little scratch. (laughs) Look, look at all the blood. Don't show people the blood. Why? Look at all the blood. I'm bleeding. I have a cut. I was out this fucking house. I I wasn't going to curse. See, I can't do it because my life is just misery. I was outside changing the bulb because the bulb on the outside light is way too strong. And it comes into the foyer and it ruins the mood of the Christmas tree. So I got a 25-watt bulb today. What is going on? Nothing. I, 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 I got it, and I was putting the 25-watt bulb in. But obviously, the socket is all screwed up inside of this cheesy, cheap lantern. And it, the bulb wouldn't come out. The socket was turning and turning. And then I got a little bit of a shock, so I pulled my hand out quickly 
and the glass broke, and I'm injured, and I'm oh. bleeding to death. Look. So we've also got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. What's up, Chad? What's going on, fellas? You know, I just kind of had a little flashback of, like, Christmas vacation, National Lampoon's Christmas vacation of, like, Ron sliding down the roof, <laughs> holding on to the, light, the Christmas lights and screaming. How'd you know about <laughs> That's funny. That's true, too. That's, like, totally could happen. That? Nobody ever told you that. <laughs> That's funny. I like the couch setup, too. What's going on here? We're getting sexy because we're going to read tea leaves after. <laughs> no, yeah. actually, the chat room's talking about the, the couch too. Well, they it's like comfortable, it. you know. Whoa. Ron's butt, Ron's butt always hurts. The fucking dog. There goes the dog. Brandy, get over here before I <laughs> grab Brandy. You keep hitting the camera. She's a bitch. She, if she can't get on television, she gets evil. She moves our camera deliberately, saying, "Excuse me, I'm supposed to be on now." Typical, typical female snatch actress. Bleeding to death, Brandy. You don't care. Two major slashes. One and two. See how major they are? Okay. Let's oh get over God. it. I, I feel faint from the loss of blood. Oh, drink some soda. Oh, that's not soda. I it's don't tea. Drink soda anymore. So, what's up, chat room? We got a chat room full of people. Hello, hello. We want to give some shout outs. Hello, Irish Ginger from the Irish Ginger Show. Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time on W4CY. We have. Goddess, what's up, Goddess? Yay! Oh, what Goddess cares. And Goddess just said, uh, well, you she you cares. said that she's such a bitch, and then Goddess wrote in there just like her daddy's. <laughs> when the divorce papers come, that, he'll be laughing. That's hilarious. He'll so hello, laughing, Goddess. He'll be laughing on the other side of his face tomorrow when he gets the we divorce got, papers. Uh, Iris in the chat room from Germany. Hello, hello, Iris. How are you? Is Thanks so doctor much. Or, doctor or a nurse? Okay, give there? up with that whole thing. You got a little cut. Screw you. I'm bleeding. <laughs> it should be you, Mary. You'd be on the floor crying. No, I, I want my mother. I'm bleeding. That's right. Ron, you don't love me because you're not who giving me stitches. Who else do we stitches. have in here? Oh, we asked. Zar Drew is in the chat room. Hello, Drew. How are you? Let's see. Who else? I don't know who all the people if are. If you loved me, you would give me stitches. Okay. I'll give you stitches as soon as the show's we'll get over. get crazy glue and put... Look at those slashes. There's I know, it's terrible. I'll get you oh. a Band-Aid on our radio commercial break. Mm. As soon as we get a commercial break, I'll get you a Band-Aid. How's that? And make sure you bring me a diamond bracelet. <laughs> <laughs> right, Goddess? That's how we do it, baby. <laughs> Goddess knows. She knows how to do it. So, You guys, we got to really... Wait, shut up for a minute. You got this whole show going. I'm Here I'm dying. You're not dying. all my blood. It's, it's pouring out all over. Gallons of it is all over the floor, all over me. Anyway, Goddess... We're going to have you on the show, my darling. So we're going to... Look at this. I'm making blood Okay, come on. I can't I, I well, got we got stuff to do. Let's go. Excuse me as I die on You're the show. You're not dying on the show. Watch, he, watch my eyes. He's got like a look. three centimeter cut on look, his look, thing. Look, yeah. look at my eyes. If you're tuning in... By the way, we didn't tell everybody. You can watch the show. You guys watch us live. Hit ITV in the top of the screen and you can see us. We're waving and Ron's showing you his bloody hand. Yay. I was <laughs> until it froze. See, it froze. Look, my screen froze. And Look, then, Jimmy, huh? mine froze. It didn't freeze. It's yes, because it's see. They don't want. To, they don't want the people to see me pass out and oh, die on okay. the air. What are you gonna do? We got a fun show, you guys. Oh. Today it's gonna be a lot of fun. Thanks everybody in the chat room. Thanks for everybody for promoting. Um, we have the superstar John Carroll Lynch coming on in a few minutes. Uh, you guys know him from I don't know almost everything because he's been in like every cool movie possible and he's worked with some of the biggest stars in Hollywood. So it's gonna be a lot of fun Has having him come with on. Me yet? I know. Meanwhile, I'm looking at the monitor. I look like shit today. This hair looks like ridiculous. I think I'm going to get rid of this hair. No, I like it. Nah, I'm going to go back to my spike look. Uh, this looks like, I don't know who, Father Knows Best or something. 
chat room, what do you think about my hair like this? Well, the chat room is saying, like, if you think that's bad, what would you think if you had female menstruation every month? <laughs> well, I, I know what it's like because Jimmy has it. Oh, yeah. And I got to go through it with Jimmy. I mean, Jimmy gets bitchy and moody. And he puts his Kotex all over. You never know where to find it. One day I found his Kotex and I thought it was a, a piece of steak. Yeah. So I fed it to him. Yeah. I broiled it and, you know, and, and fed it to him. He thought it said, but delicious. You got to like, be very gross. It. Look at the blood. Also, it's pouring. It's like the also, you guys, in the, the second candy. half of our show today, we've got Superstar Alternate. Anybody who's like a, a club person who likes to dance definitely knows who she is because she's had so many hits. Uh, especially uh, in Europe, but lots of them, lots of them in the, the United States also. So uh, we're going to have a good time with her coming on. She's gorgeous, and we actually like got introduced to her through Eileen Shapiro. That's right. Who's in England now, so we want to say hello. I think she's back. Nope. She sent me some weird crap. She's coming back on. Uh, what did, what like, did she send me back? About some, I Monday. She's coming back it, on Monday. She's nuts, the things she sends me. And they say you look handsome. Are you kidding? I have no blood left. I'm white. Oh my God! Give the it up. Blood out. is draining out of my body by the minute. Chad, give me some help here with this like blood thing that he's got like four little spots on the it's napkin. It's merely a flesh <laughs> wound. It's merely a flesh wound. He are said. We, are we on a one minute delay here? Because I hear myself talking and then I look at the TV. Yeah, well, monitor. that's a, on that thing. You're on a delay. This is real time here. Oh, I thought they were doing that. Now to just to, to uh, what do you call it? Mean because no, I get outrageous. No, that's the that's the. Uh, the delay is over here. Well, if I lose any more blood, I'm going to bite you on the neck and start to drink your blood. That's okay. I'll just cut my wrist or something and let you suck it. No, I in. want to bite on your neck. <laughs> like a vampire. Okay, that works. You'd love it. Thanks, you never know. Anyway, Jimmy Starr, I do love you in spite of the fact that you don't give a shit if I bleed to death on your show. You're not going to bleed It'll to only death. give you ratings because tomorrow the press will say Ron Russell dies on the Jimmy Starr show from lack of blood. They say I should, here, give, give it to me. They said, told me to kiss it. Kiss the boo-boo. Mm, just like you do with a little kid and then hopefully that, Ooh. it says Jimmy, kiss it and oh, be finished like we do now, with kids. Now, you know what? A piece of the glass made a scratch on my ass. You want to kiss that <laughs> yeah, too? Right. You can I do that already. Oh, stop it, you filthy pig. Oh, he's degenerate. I'm not degenerate. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway. I mean, I kiss your ass, you know, like. Oh, Jimmy, stop being, <laughs> stop being gross. Not, not gross. I mean, like, you know, like, don't kiss people's ass. I kiss your ass to keep make you happy. Oh, that could, you, you do? When the divorce <laughs> papers come tomorrow, that'll be mentioned in it also. <laughs> I have to call my lawyer now and tell him, add this to the to the reasons why. He let me bleed to death. Oh, Goddess says she has a boo-boo, too. She wants a kiss. Oh, Give her a kiss. Got Gladys, where's your boo-boo? Goddess. God, what did I say, Gladys? Gladys, <laughs> Jesus. Well, the blood is draining from me. My brain is getting weaker. Oh, my God. So, Merry Christmas, everybody. Anyway. We've, only got, we've only got 11 days till Christmas. I hope everybody's having yes. a good time. And before the injury of the exploding lantern out on the porch, I made dinner, and I put it in the crock pot. And I got a beautiful big chunk of roast. And I put it with carrots and celery, all kinds of shit, and beef juice. And it's going to take six hours to cook. Thank God I'm eating red meat tonight because of the blood loss that I have. <laughs> yeah. We want to give another shout out. What's up? Dave from Stars Now UK is in the chat room. Hello, Dave. How are you? Merry Christmas. 
Christmases are coming, everybody. We also, oh, I don't know if Stefan's in the chat room, but I know he's listening, so let's give a shout-out to Stefan Daniel Bell, and we want to tell everybody that the Jimmy Star with Ron Russell Roku channel is up and running. There's a whole bunch of new content up there. We've been putting up new shows every day, lots of stuff that you've never seen before, so subscribe to the Jimmy Star Show on Roku, and watch all the shows. You can watch it from pretty much any country as long as you got a Roku. I never realized I was so talentless and ugly and old until I started looking at myself on Roku TV. I can't bear to look at any of the shows. I wish I wasn't on them. I wish they would have put like a cardboard in front of me, like of a gorgeous model. Well, you're more gorgeous than any model. Yeah, right, and you're delirium. Anyway, um, I really don't, you know, there are so many actors, because, you know, folks, I hate to brag, but I do know half of Hollywood. As Jane Russell said one time at a party to someone, she she said, Ron knows more celebrities than I do. And I said, well, that's Jane, because you don't go out. You know, if you went out once in a blue moon, you might meet a movie star. But anyway, um, half of Glenn Ford, I've said this before, if everybody knows who Glenn Ford is, well, lots was of the don't, shyest but... person. And if he ever saw a picture of himself on screen, he'd have a nervous breakdown. Joan Crawford, big star, beat up her daughter with hangers. You know that what I'm talking about. She would have a nervous breakdown. She never saw any of her movies. The Rushes, they used to insist that she go to the Rushes, and she wouldn't go. She thought she had a big nose, a square jaw. She just thought she was a mess. Joan Crawford, imagine. Legendary actress of, of the 40s, 30s, 40s. So Dee Marie is telling you how cute you look in your outfit today. No, I don't. Look at this stupid hair. I want, folks out there, help me out. Should I crop it again? And they make all it- like it. You like Everybody's this? saying how cute you look today. It's like Peter Pan. No. No, I'm not the type. I need wild sticking You're up You're kind of like here. the type, though, because you could like run around in leotards. <laughs> like Peter Pan, fly around. <laughs> I'm so happy you mentioned that because I got you a pink tutu <laughs> and ballet slippers for Christmas. Awesome. And I want you to put them on. I want on. the ballet doll that no, I have a sister I want, had. I want you to put them on, and I'm going to take pictures of you, a movie film, and put it out there on whatever tube. <laughs> That's fine. And so the world could see the real Jimmy Star <laughs> yeah, in his pink, pink ballerina. Actually, if I was going to have them, that's what I would want, though. I would want a pink tutu and pink ballerina shoes. Did I marry a sicko or what? <laughs> I mean, you know, he doesn't care I'm bleeding. I mean, he wants You're not even bleeding slipping. anymore. I feel faint. I'll drink some more soda. All right, everybody. So listen up. Let's do a quick commercial. We want everybody to make sure they listen to the Jimmy Star Show live every week on W4CY Radio with these super talented Chad Murphy. Oh, yeah. Also, well, Chad, do you care? Okay, but uh, no, I have to get it out. Chad, if I were in the studio now, wouldn't you be more caring of me? Oh no. <laughs> well, Dean would because I would be su- no. I would be Come suing on. You're Dean. You're interrupting the whole thing. Wait, I would be suing oh, yeah, Dean. Right. Listen, let's go back. You got to listen to the Jimmy Star show, you guys, on W4CY Radio. We're why, also on. Why, Mont- come on. why should we listen? Okay, please let me do the commercial that <laughs> that, uh, that nobody will carry the show if you don't do it, and they'll fucking. Good. Will, will not then, I ca- then I have Wednesday's free. No, you, <laughs> like you, the two hours kills you. All right, you guys, you can listen to I us can on. go for transfusion. See folks that are married to uh, Yeah, well, it's like. He's, he's brutal. You always do, I always do all that, like, stuff, like, on the stuff that's important for the people who carry the show. They care about it. But I don't. Okay, well, I don't care if you do. You can, like, throw your shit away, but I'm not throwing mine away, so relax. 
See what I'm like? See All right, everybody. You can fight. listen to us on W4CY Radio, Monster FM Radio mm-hmm. in New York, Hamilton Radio in New Jersey, K4HD Radio in L.A., iHeartRadio, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Audio Boom, Podomatic, Apple TV, iTunes, Spreaker on TV. You can see us on YouTube, Roku, and Video. Like I said, you guys, subscribe to the new Roku channel. It's all up and running. It looks beautiful. We've got about 60 or 70 videos up there, and by Christmas, there'll probably be 100. So check it all out. You're going to love it. It's really a lot of fun. And you can, like I said, you can see it worldwide on, on your television set from any country in the world. And those of you in the chat room, I will be contacting you. To, so, so I will be subpoenaing you to go to court to testify the brutality that I put up with on the air by this man I'm sitting next to. There you go. I need a manicure. Look they at all say nails. that you would look good in short hair, too, but they like the hair the way it oh, is now. Good, I'm glad. See, I like it all screwy. I like it like that, too. Like, like all messy. Uh, but, when you make like it messy. I just got out of the nut house Or the electric chair. Yeah, well, I like that, too. So, Chad. Hi, Captain. Let's go ahead and see if we can get our guest. Do you know how to do a manicure? No. Maybe you give me a manicure while I'm on I the show. I don't know how to do that. I don't no. know. What, what happened to my nails? They're all broken. Look. Listen to you. Chad, do you know uh, do you want to just try and do it when we'll do it live while we're doing it? Or do we want to do it and play a song and then do it? I'll What's just, easier for you? Whatever you want. You're the boss. Let's just try and call him then and see if oh, we can get Oh, I have through. an announcement. The bleeding has stopped. Good. Well, that's the wrong hand. <laughs> I was looking at the wrong hand. Oh, my God. This hand. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> I, I looked here. I said, oh, look at that. The cut's Is gone. today Hanukkah? No. I don't know. saying happy Hanukkah. In the no. chat room, so I don't know. I never miss Hanukkah. What's the phone? How are you? Hello, hello. Hang on one second. There we go. Now we can see you. Hello, hello. How are you? I hope you can see me. I can't see you. Uh-oh. You're uh, lucky. You're lucky. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't see us, really? How are you doing? That's, I'm good. Can you see us or you can't see us? For you. Beautifully. Okay, good. <laughs> you can't see us. I love that. No, he can now. Oh, you can. can All right, now. so. Can I show you my injury? The cut on my hand that I'm bleeding <laughs> to death and nobody cares. Look at that. Okay. All right. Might want to get that looked at. Yeah. <laughs> he said you might want to get that looked at. The stitches, about 49 stitches it needs. All right, let's go. Hold on. All right, so, Shut up, Jimmy, so, so, I belt you so, so here's what we're hey, going to do. Hey, I know this guy. He's all over the fucking place. I know he, he is. He works too much. That's why I'm not working as an actor, because <laughs> he gets all my parts. <laughs> yeah. We're kind of an huh? either or, aren't we? You and I are kind of an either or. No, but <laughs> why don't you stay and... home for a change and let other actors get some friggin' work? <laughs> I'll do my wow. best to do that for you. No, no, you won't. How many movies? Hang on, I got to do wait, the introduction. Wait, wait. Oh, after. No, How, wait. I like him. How many movies have you made for for real? The truth. How many? One hundred fifty. Oh, uh, about fifty-three. No, you made I've more than that. Fifty-three films. No, no, I don't think That's so. Films. I've seen you. But then he's got TV series too. But I see this guy all over. I know he is all over. Him. All right, hold on. We have to do an introduction for the actual show. So here yeah, we let's, go. Let's go now. Normal. Uh, now all right, we'll go normal. We'll go back to normal. All right. All right, everybody, now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented Mr. <laughs> Mr. John Carroll Lynch. I'm going to do it again. I, I had to breathe. I had to breathe. Let's I can't help it. All right, we're going to try one more time. We just like to like have fun, so here we go. All right, everybody, we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell, the super talented Mr. John Carroll Lynch. Hello and welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Nice to meet you both. Uh, before I we get started, I'm going to introduce you to everybody, starting off with our cool, outrageous man about town, Mr. Ron Russell. Hey, I'm the one that hunts everybody down. <laughs> so now that I'm going to hunt you down, I'll catch you at the, at the, uh, on, um, 
Robertson Boulevard at the Ivy. He actually he lives in New York. Are I you think in New York. Okay. <laughs> one of the New York watering holes. And then I come up to you and I do a quick interview, a street interview. I love them. Like Billy on the street. There you go. Yeah. So then we've got we've got the man behind the boards, Mr. Chad Murphy. Mr. Lynch, welcome to the show, sir. Hello, Chad. How are you? I'm doing well. Good to have you. And then we have a chat room full of people. Everybody's typing in. This guy is awesome. So say hello to everybody in the chat room. Get the best. Hello, chat room. There you go. Now, John, if I should pop up into say O'Hara's or someplace to interview you, what if you're with your girlfriend? He's got a wife. I know. Well, what about you? What if you're with your girlfriend? That would be uh, that would be awkward. (laughs) So I would have to be a real cool guy and turn the other way and say she's your uh, secretary or governess. That's my governess. That would be great. Your governess. governess. Even though she's got on a, a no panties and a tight skirt and a push-up <laughs> bra, and she's the hottest chick you ever saw. That's okay. Wow, that's, uh, that, you have quite an imagination. Yes, he does. <laughs> well, that's why they call me the crazy one. That's why they call him the crazy one. have to ones. make me louder. So, no, over there on the, uh, on the left. That's your earphones. So here's what I want to do real quick before we get started. I have two things. First of all, First of all, I have to show you this because one of my one of the cool things that that I like to do, I don't know if you'll think it's cool, but I think it's cool is I like to collect action figures of everybody who's been on the show, except oh. that I already had your action figure before you got got on the show. And so wow. I'm showing everybody that if you like John Carroll Lynch and you liked American Horror Story, you got to get his action figure. So here we got him as Twisty the Clown. That's and we got the little Funko one, too. And then there's a bunch of other ones on, but they were, like, really expensive, so I didn't buy them yet. I don't know if you've seen, like, the special edition, limited edition ones. Uh, limited like, edition. There's yeah. a limited edition, edition one, but it was, like, 200 bucks, And, and I was wow. like, I, I'm not feeling it yet. But, right. I, but probably yeah, now I that you've been on the show, I'm going to be feeling it. But everybody and, needs to get it. And just for general interest, I was up for that part, and I got it. <laughs> yeah. No, I did get it before John got it. And then what's the name was smoking? And I said, I refuse to work on a set where anybody smokes. Oh, you're talking about Jessica Lane? Jessica Lane, <laughs> who I love. I, I love her. I could kiss her to death all day. And I said, I'm sorry, Jess, but uh, it's no a, It's a tricky business. Uh, well, then you- they called you. They got John on. I <laughs> said, oh, you got John? That's okay. He, he comes easy, right? I get, I'm very expensive. They said, we know. We got John for half of what we were paying you. <laughs> I said, okay, tell Jess to get rid of the cigarettes and I'll do the film. They wouldn't let me do it. They wanted you. I don't know why. Yeah. I have no so, idea. Uh, the next <laughs> story. Storyteller. Meanwhile, yeah, he, you he are has... such a f- fabulous. Uh, no kidding around. Now I do serious. I really like your work. I know that sounds like bullshit or smoke up your ass, but it's not. You're a very, very durable actor. Do you know what durable means? Uh, yes, I'm. Under, I understand what the word means in this context. I'm a little tricky. It's a little tricky. Well, durable means you can take on something that maybe is not the best and turn it into something that becomes durable, lasts a Thank long you. time. Like the Thank thing that Jimmy, the thing that J- Jimmy just showed you. I'm a horror mm-hmm. movie fan. I have to say, I'm you know. a horror movie fan. I'm a fan of all your work, but like your horror movie stuff, I've always liked a lot. I thought your even though you only had one episode on The Walking Dead, I thought it was such an, a, pivotal, a pivotal episode in the whole story of everything, and you were fabulous in it. That's actually, I was watching that, and that's actually what got me uh, to contact you as I had seen that. And then I was went through your resume to see, because I'm a huge Ted fan. Yeah. Uh, I love Ted, You're and the fact that you... Yeah. 
Oh, I'm in. I'm in Ted, and when you were in Ted too, like I freaking like loved it. And it's funny because we have Patrick Warburton coming on like next week. Next week for the Christmas yeah. show. Yeah. And uh, yeah, Ted was awesome. How did you like working on that? That had to be very tricky with the little guy talking and stuff. I mean, how would they do that? I know. Well, they they have it really down. They have that particular group of people has that down really well. And what's great about working on that set with with Seth is he's acting with you off screen. So. He's at the monitor directing, but he's also acting uh, via mic. He's really good at it. It's, it's actually it's a, it's a very easy process. I've been through movies where they do that that, um, that uh, you know CGI character, and it's very uh, delicate work. A lot of technical issues, but in that they seem to have it down. You 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 know you don't need to do it as many times with as many variations. They do a great job. After about twenty minutes, it's so believable. You forget that it's yeah, CGI, you and you really think that this thing is alive and talking. And everybody said, "Gee, I'd like it for a friend." I'd yeah, like and that's a that's a I mean that's a tribute to the way in which they do it and to the actors who they choose. They do a really great job with it, and uh, Seth being there and being live acting with you helps a lot. Absolutely. Absolutely. And he's such a talent. I freaking like love him. So, right. so here's another thing I like to do because most of the time when the celebrities that we have come on the show, uh, they're not like as braggadocious as I am. And so I made a list, which I had to stop on this list because my hand got tired of writing. Right, um, said, wait, 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 back it up. He said 53 films. He's full of crap. You yeah. did more than 53 films. Come on, give me a break. Okay, well, don't worry about it. You can figure it out later. You, you can go you on IMDb. About 200 there. <laughs> Well, well, when you add 180 episodes or 110 or 40 episodes of something, maybe that changes. But okay. what I like to do, though, is like I like to make a list of impressive people that you've like uh, had uh, been able to work with. And, and you. your list and your list is so long, it's not uh, not even funny. And like, I'm sure there's a zillion that I missed. I just wrote down a bunch real quick. Uh, okay. So that way, all the listeners watching and listening can be like. Uh, as as think how cool it is, just like we do. How cool it is that you've worked with all these like superstars, uh, and and what a career you've had. So, here we go, everybody. Check it out: Michael Keaton, Linda Cardinelli, Patrick Wilson, Laura Dern, Dennis O'Hare, Leonardo DiCaprio, Natalie Portman, John Hurt, Jamie Bell, Jennifer Garner, Jessica Lange, Kathy Bates, Clint Eastwood, Mark Ruffalo, Jake Gyllenhaal. Steve Carell, Ryan Gosling, Julianne Moore, Emma Stone, Marissa Tomei, Martin Scorsese, Francis McDormand, David Fincher, Seth MacFarlane, which we were just talking about, Reese Witherspoon, Sofia Vergara, Bruce Willis, Vince Vaughn, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Simon Pegg, Ben Kingsley, <laughs> Benicio Del Toro, William Macy, Halle Berry, Jennifer Aniston, Steve Buscemi, Michelle Williams, and David Duchovny, and that's just some of them, and, and dude, and congratulations. To, and, <laughs> and soon to work with Ron Russell. But, uh, they're, they're all very good names. They're starting off in the business. They, oh, yeah. they may amount to something. Let's hope. Let's hope you know, they can find their way. You I mean, know? they're really like trying so hard to make it in the business. I don't now, think half of them will, but you did. What a way. I mean, what a like. So do you have something that was like your favorite thing that you've done? Maybe a favorite TV thing or a favorite movie thing that's like, you're like, oh, my God, this is like the greatest thing ever. Oh, that's a hard question, Jim. You know, it's funny. I mean, I've worked with all those people, and it was it's all been fun. But the, the one that freaked me out, there are two people that freaked me out the most, honestly. Okay. Uh, one was uh, I was on the Drew Carey show playing Drew's brother, and uh, and um, Kathy Lee Gifford came on. And this was at oh, the height of Regis and Kathy Lee. And uh, and I, she walked on, and it was, I, I walked on the set, and I shook her hand, and I was like, uh, no, no, I can't be, this person can't be in three dimensions in front of me. 
I, I, yeah, there has to be a screen between us. There has to be a screen. It's it doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem real. Uh, yep. That just I it never it never dawned on me that that was going to happen. That 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 particular encounter was going to happen. And then oh, another one. you was, off that she's a bitch. You, you didn't get that. a tip. I can say it because I know Kathy Lee from <laughs> Connecticut. Lara Spencer, my daughter's best friend that grew up from Good Morning America, knows Kathy Lee very well and had a dinner party. And I'm not saying anything else. Okay, don't say anything else. <laughs> I don't want to get Which, any- by the way, I, I have to say, I never really watched the Drew Carey show uh, back in the day when you were on it. But I did watch a couple episodes when I knew you were coming on because because you play the cross bre- cross-dressing brother. And I just wanted to see what you look like. Oh, go away. <laughs> Go away. Which, like me, I'm, um, you're not the most beautiful woman, I hate to tell you. <laughs> no, but he, still, but he still wears women's panties, I bet. <laughs> don't don't we that. all? Why not? Yeah, don't we all? <laughs> of course. Jimmy and I are married, by the way. We're gay, in case you didn't get it yet. <laughs> and we're legally married. We're the first gay married couple to have a talk show and the number one talk show in the country, I'm happy to the, say. So fruit, fruit's in. Fruit's in, America. man. Fruit's in. Um, yeah, and the other one, the other experience like that was I was on a plane going to Alaska, uh, not Alaska, to uh, um, uh, Vancouver, <laughs> to Vancouver. No, I think I was wearing men's clothes. Let me remember. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did, did, you, did you dress like so, a pilot? Uh, I, uh, I, was on the, I was on the plane and uh, sitting here in my seat, and a person said, uh, yeah, I'm in the window seat. And I said, oh, okay, okay. And I stood up, and it was Cato Kalin. And, uh, and that, too, was a person I was. Wow, I, I never imagined I'd ever meet Cato Kalin, but there he was. What Very a had a lovely chat uh, uh, on our way up to Vancouver. <laughs> I wouldn't tell mm-hmm. anyone if I met Cato. <laughs> I'd be ashamed. For ten bucks, what You'd he did to meeting OJ Cato? was a sin. <laughs> well, you know he was full of shit, and they paid him good, and he said what they wanted to. They fixed that whole case. OJ definitely killed his wife. Everybody, I mean, listen, I know. The same thing about Marilyn Monroe. Jane Russell was my dearest friend in the world. Jane and I hung out. That's how I got my name, the real Jane Russell. And I asked Jane once, I said, did they really kill Marilyn Monroe? She said, the Kennedys and the Mafia definitely killed Marilyn Monroe. And they got away with it by saying it was an overdose. Same Mm. thing with, with, with OJ. They said he didn't do it. Come on, he did it. Please. Anyway, since that's all like water opinion, under the bridge, it's opinions. <laughs> but anyway, getting back to Kathy Lee. No, no, don't go back to Kathy <laughs> no, Lee. I like Kathy Lee. I really do. I mean, I like when you meet her and she said, hi, I'm Kathy Lee. I have a child. My husband cheats and I do this and I do it. She goes on and on for an hour giving you her credits and her film credits and her bra size, her shoe size. You know how often she likes to have orgasm. She does all that. It's a little bit of liquor. Okay. Kathy Lee, you know I love you, darling. She seems to drink a lot of wine. She's really very nice, by the way. She's, well, she seems to drink a lot of what? Everything. White wine on her oh, show. Uh, okay. She she oh, yeah, on her, yes, on the show, show, you're right. But meanwhile, let me tell you something. She's, she was with ABC forever and ever. And I met her a few times in the studio. And she was, um, she ran the show. And best not say anything to her. Contrary to what she says, because you will be kicked out. And that's not a good way to be. You know, Joan Crawford 
when the, right, we sorry. should explain something to him first of all because oh, he doesn't yeah. know anything about you. He had a show be the best. on Time Warner Cable called Set the Record Straight for four years in L.A. where he interviewed all the legends of Hollywood. So he's like, like if he watches Turner Classic Movies, he knows all the people and he knows everything Everybody. about every like movie. He knows but, every movie. But every major from Cliff Robertson down to Jane Russell to uh, sure. to everybody. I mean, it's amazing. Lauren Bacall. I've interviewed all the major stars of Hollywood. Of course, That's not amazing. crazy. Not crazy like this. A little fun, but not quite <laughs> this crazy. <laughs> so anyway, normal. <laughs> all the chains, all the anyway, all the chains have been released now, and you're free to yes, be yourself. That's well, right. At yeah, 76, he gets to do whatever he wants. Years old, and it's <laughs> fuck you. you I say do what I want, and if they buy, he fires me. I divorce him. That's all. I get alimony, and I'm happy. <laughs> you know. Anyway, uh, well, who played Joan you're Crawford in Mommy Dearest? What's the face? Right, Faye Dunaway. Yeah. We had yeah. one. Of, we had the actor on our show who played the little boy. He knows him, Xander Berkeley. I'm sure you know Xander oh, yeah, Berkeley because yeah, yeah. you okay. guys have been in shows together. And he said yeah. on our show he told a story that when he went to work, she was Faye Dunaway was getting out of her Dunaway. car. Faye, Faye Dunaway was getting out of her car, and he said, "Good morning, uh, Faye," and she later sent word back to him, "Don't ever call me Faye." It's uh, Miss, whatever the fuck Mrs. Name Dunway. Is. Mrs. Dun Dunway. <laughs> and if I'm in character, I am never to be spoken to. <laughs> now, I would have said to her, Oh, uh, Joe, be nice. whore. <laughs> yeah, be because nice. that's all you are is a whore lesbian. We all know that. Is that in character with you? I would have been fired off the set, but that bitch would have remembered my name till her dying day. <laughs> I, felt okay. I felt bad for that actor. I want to go back really to him did, now. All right, let's go he, back to him. He was, he was a kid, and he was blown away. Xander Berkeley is a cool guy. Oh, I love him. He's he on Twitter. Do you follow him on Twitter? He's a really nice guy. And you guys tweet a lot of the yes, same. How do, how do you, you know you him? Guys, you guys follow, tweet a lot of the same types of things, and so like I think you guys right. get along good. How do you know yeah, him? I met, uh, I met him at a convention recently. Uh, I met Xander uh, at a convention recently on The Walking Dead. He's on The Walking Dead right now. And, yeah. Uh, right. He's, a really, he's a really wonderful actor and a really good guy. A nice uh, person, uh, really nice. Yes, yeah. very nice. Do you do, yeah. do you do a lot of conventions? I have been. I'm going to be in Charlotte actually this uh, this weekend at another Walker Stalker in Charlotte, yeah, and uh, really, it's an incredible experience. People are so passionate about that show and so passionate about the people on it. It's it's, it's really thrilling. Oh yeah. yeah, I think it number one I show in the world. It's the number one show on television. I used oh, to yeah. actually, when I got yeah. started in all of this, I was a celebrity clothing designer. And when I first started, we were just radio. And mm -hmm. I would go to those conventions. And uh, I addressed Elton John and Madonna and all kinds of cool people. And I, I took... He brags, no, too. No, no, it doesn't matter. Like, uh, so I used to take racks of clothes. And I would go meet the actors and invite them to the room and give them stuff if they let me take pictures. And that's how the show actually got started with getting a bunch of yeah. uh, famous people at, at the beginning. So I... I've, uh, and I just love the horror, the whole like horror genre. When The Walking Dead came out, we had like Michael Rooker and Norman Reedus yeah. and all those yeah. guys came, came on the show, and it was really a lot of fun. And the show has really yeah. grown and expanded. And and your career, you know, like because I see that you're doing a little bit more horror. Like you have such a wide variety of work that you've done. I, I looked on your IMDb this morning, and you started out with uh, Grumpy Old Men. Um, which yeah, the first the first thing I ever did, I got my SAG card doing a first aid film called Bleeding Control. <laughs> I called nine one one, and uh, uh, a guy had cut his uh, femoral artery with a circular saw, so uh, he was in very bad shape. And I called nine one one. That was my part in the in the in the. There in the you short go. Film. 
by Red, the Red Cross. Again, the title was Bleeding Control. Uh, it's uh, an important part of the, the first aid is to control the bleeding. Yeah. Right. Uh, my, my last movie, you know, when they do the titles, they do sure. grocery store man, they do taxi cab driver, they did lousy actor. <laughs> and then my name was after that. I was playing a cop. It was a terrible <laughs> film. It was a terrible it was ter movie. It was, it was the worst on, film uh, ever. Do you have any on, dogs? Like, do you have you done something that you think is like a dog? Of course. Oh, uh, you mean dogs. bad films? Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay. absolutely. I've done bad films. Everybody does bad films. Everybody. At the beginning. Make good ones. Yeah. Even, even no, Betty I mean, Davis. Betty Davis, I knew very well. She was a good buddy of mine. In the when she got to be an old lady, like mm -hmm. about two years before she died, when she was washed up, nobody wanted to have anything to do with her, which was the saddest thing in the world. Because to mm -hmm. me, she's the greatest actress ever. And mm -hmm. Betty would be very honest about things, and she'd say, "I've made so many bad films," and then she named them. I said, "Betty, those are all your films." <laughs> you know, <laughs> don't you have one you like? I said, "How about now, Voyager? That's a classic, wonderful film." She said, now this, now shit, now that, because <laughs> she had a dirty mouth. But anyway, she never liked any of her work, ever. She thought that the directors were inferior to her and that they didn't get out of her. And I thought, I said to her one time, I said, you're full of shit because, Betty, you were fabulous in everything you did. You're the number one actress in the world. And she said, publicity, publicity. But she was cool. She didn't like you run for the hills, baby. She would cut you in half in a minute. Sure. But if she sure. liked you, but sometimes you have to have that sort of a personality to do good work. Well, do you think? well she certainly, she certainly was. Uh, um, did you ever meet her? Great. No, I never, did, never did have the opportunity. No. She's a real like Irish broad, you know, like a drunken mm -hmm. Irish lady. No class. Mm -hmm. Nothing like in the movies where she's so sophisticated and classy. She mm -hmm. had like permanent waved hair. She wore dungarees and sneakers, and she cursed. And drank a lot. So the Betty, da that's how come her husband divorced her when she was making. I'm, I'm taking this away I, from I, you. I want to. I want to yeah, get off of that. Though, yeah, but every, I know, everybody but likes Betty Davis shit. a lot. I know, but you talk about but her a lot. You know what? My fan mail is they do love when I go back in time because we do have seniors. <laughs> well, let's by the go way. back in time afterwards. Finish I'm, I'm going to finish the story because okay. it's an interesting story. When she was making All About Eve, she was Margot, yeah. the fabulous Margot. And her husband at the time, who was, what's his name, the, who played in the movie, oh, what the hell is his name? Anyway, he married her because he loved her to death. But when he divorced her, he said, I made the mistake of marrying Margot. And my wife, Betty, is not Margot. Far from it. And he was disillusioned because he fell in love with the character, which was this high camp woman, if you know the film. Yes, I do. It's a great film. Anyway, people out there like to hear that. All right, so let's go forward. Now we go back to you. To you, I want to go back to him because we've got. I, him I really find I gotta say I find Betty Davis a lot more interesting, but let's move on. <laughs> no, no. But how did you feel about her acting? Did you think it was corny and forties-ish or whatever? No, it was extraordinary. It was an extraordinary. She's she a brilliant woman. Brilliant. Yeah. yeah but did no, you know her yeah. in person? The opposite. Mm. The opposite of her films. Opposite. Well, that's uh, that is an uh, an that actor. is a testament to her acting, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She was quite calm and quite ordinary and didn't like fanfare. Like one time, I, I told the story a hundred times, I'll do it again. We were leaving a restaurant, the, the mustache in Hollywood years ago, Betty and I and a few people. And every queen in the restaurant was screaming, Miss Davis, I love you, I love you, I love you. And she, she said, of course you do, of course you do, as we were leaving. But of course you do. And I always thought that was a star 
But Betty really wasn't that way. That's great. That's a great story. Well, you should do that. When people come up to you and they say, oh, I love your work, you just turn around and say, of course you do. Yes. <laughs> that, yeah, that's, that'll get, I think she'll get away with it in a way that I have not, I have not quite earned that uh, level of, of course you do. So first of all, everybody listening and tuning in, you can go on uh, IMDb and type in John Carroll Lynch and you can see all the different things that he's been in. You might not know that he's recently a director. Yeah, you got I, your I directed my first feature. First feature film. It's called Lucky. Good you have a, a stellar cast. Harry Dean Stanton, David Lynch, Ron Livingston, Ed Begley Jr., Tom Skerritt. I know there's a lot more. I just wrote down the first ones. On Ed the, Begley uh, is still alive? I thought absolutely. he passed away. No. Oh, I don't know. No. I thought he passed Ed away. Is still alive. Yeah. Ed Begley He's Jr. Still alive. is still alive. Ed Begley, Ed Begley Jr. Oh, Junior. Oh, Junior. junior. Because you I know. The, okay. You didn't say Junior. Oh, okay. I didn't say because Junior. My dad, bad. I know. Dad. I actually didn't know there was a dad. <laughs> Ed Begley Jr. Was the Academy Award. Are you serious? One of the greatest. He was with the uh, uh, Joanne Woodward. So tell us though, Lucky. So the name of the film is Lucky. Tell us a little bit about it. The movie is a is a uh, it's really a uh, an elegy to Harry Dean Stanton as an actor and as a performer. The story is about a it's the night it's the spiritual journey of a ninety year old atheist. Uh, he's okay. A, lives in this. I, I could have that. Yeah. See. You, we'll, well, we'll try you to get your another role in about me. 16 years. How about that? You, you stole <laughs> another part from you're, me. you're a little young. You're a little young, really for, young for the 90, but he said in 16 years you could do it. <laughs> 16, you're good at yeah, that. It'll be, ripe, good. it'll be ripe for a remake then. Good. good. There you uh, go. They can wheel so, me in. Wheel uh, me it's, a, it's a beautiful film about a man who uh, lives in a small uh, Arizona town, lives a very regimented life, and his, uh, his routine is upended when he falls in his kitchen. And uh, um, it's really about how he kind of comes to terms with uh, the limited amount of time he has left. Oh, that's now, cool. that's a very... now is it available? It's not available yet, right? No, we're still in, we're still in post-production on the film. Oh, okay, okay. Finally, a movie that doesn't have exploding in it. Finally, a movie with a <laughs> oh, story and a well, plot. There is, there is a gunfight. Uh, there is a gunfight. <laughs> well, they had to put that in for the idiots, you know, the people yeah, that don't, they haven't got brains and, to figure out his plot. Stan drives away from a bank robbery really fast with a dog in the passenger seat. Uh, we love and, dogs. Yeah, so there's there's a little bit of action in there. About but it sounds like it's got a story. It sounds like it has a beginning, a middle, and an end, we which is a story. So. That's called a story. Yeah. So you've I, also I will definitely see this film, and I, I'm going to critique yeah. it because we critique film every week on our show, right. and, I, and I think I'm going to really like it. So we also well, got. I see that you have. And now I don't know if this is out or this is coming out. But Jackie with Natalie Portman, I think you play Lyndon Baines Johnson, oh, right? It's out right now. As a matter of fact, it's out in New York and Los Angeles. Uh, uh, Natalie Portman was just nominated for uh, Golden Globe. Yeah, Golden Globe. I love that girl so much. So, I is, it, is it? It'll it'll have a like a big release then, like because right now it's just in well, yes, New York and LA. Will. I, I don't know. I don't know when. If it's. I don't know. It's. If it's. I saw the trailer. But it's. A, it's an extraordinary film, and uh, she's uh, devastatingly good in it. I mean, she's an amazing actor. I love her. I, she's I love and adore and her. Fabulous. So, if there's anything negative about her, I don't want to hear about it because <laughs> I've, I've watched. Okay. I, I've well, I watched can't Natalie tell you anything grow. negative. I've, I've had no, the opportunity. You can't. I was in the, one of the first movies I was in. One of the first movies I was in of her, uh, was a movie that she uh, scored in. She was wonderful. It was Beautiful Girls, and she was 15 years old. And uh, I have had the opportunity to work with her directly as an actor twice before and worked on four films that she starred in. And 
she is uh, the real. She's the goods. She's an, an extraordinary actor. She does beautiful, beautiful girl, gorgeous face. girl, beautiful face, sexy woman, beautiful actress. I adore her. There you yeah. go. So I, okay, I so everybody needs to go see Jackie. Hers. Then everybody, when it's coming coming out and it's it's available, everybody needs to see it. And yep. she's doing. I I've read about it, and I think I saw the trailer because it sounds very familiar. And I think I saw you. You're Lyndon Johnson. Yeah. Yeah, I did yeah. see you. You look just like him. Good makeup. <laughs> That's very kind of you. Yes, he he's no, very. No, you did look like him. It was good makeup. You, it's good thing you didn't have to play his wife. You'd have to have that nose put on. You trip over it. <laughs> <laughs> then you've also got the founder with Michael Keaton, and and Ron's going to hate this movie probably. Is that a, is yeah, that? A, and that'll is, be out January. I believe it's like January twentieth or so. It's out in New York and Los Angeles right now uh, for award season. Michael Keaton plays Ray Kroc, who was Ooh. the uh, friend. Franchise. He he franchised the McDonald's Corporation, do and I play Mac. Mac do that over again because there was a breakup, and that's going to go out on the TV. Break. So repeat Cut. what you just okay. said. You're breaking up. Okay, good. January twentieth. Um, now he's frozen. Um, am I clear now? No, yeah, you're good. You're, you're good. good now. Go. Keep chatting until. No, now January twentieth is when it is released. Okay, well, we'll try to get it clear in a second. <laughs> Nice smile. Okay, it opens it up op January twentieth, everybody, and it's the founder. It's a, it's a it's a very good movie. Michael Keaton's wonderful. And it's okay. about the guy who who did McDonald's. Which do you eat at McDonald's? Like he won't let me eat there anymore since we read all these bad things about it. So I used to eat it like all the time, and now I don't get to eat it. Well done. Oh, Congrats. he's break. I'm going to kill myself. You're so interesting right now. I you're, and you're breaking up. No, he's not breaking up anymore. Yes, he he's back. Is. He's not. You're just not listening. I'm dead. <laughs> I'm not listening. My my corpse is. Jimmy, so Stop then you it. got okay. So that's two movies we got coming let's, out. Let's clear it up. This is the story about the guy who founded McDonald's, who created McDonald's fast food franchise. The story Yeah. The guy who franchised it's, it's it, I guess. The story of and the what part do you play? McDonald's. Um, I, I play one of the McDonald's brothers who created McDonald's. Okay, and you could look like him because the, bro the McDonald brothers kind of look like you. How do you know what the McDonald yeah. brothers look because like? Because I'm smart. <laughs> because on Facebook, the guy that does all, there's a wonderful guy on my Facebook page. I wish I could remember his name. He does all about whatever. You know, would you believe this? Would you believe that? Every day he puts a new thing up about a movie star or a famous person, and he did a thing on McDonald's. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So everybody, that's the founder with Michael Keaton and John Carroll Lynch and a bunch of other cool people. We have a lot of movies to see with you. And then, I, no, no, I want to see, I want to talk a little bit about the new sci-fi show, because no, that's I, more I up my... I want to talk about when we go to the movies to see him, and I stand up and I scream out, I know him! <laughs> <laughs> He'll do that, too. They'll love that. They'll, you know, people <laughs> in New York love when you do that. They yeah, love sure, they do. yeah, we won't get kicked out <laughs> or cool. spit on. That will not be a problem. <laughs> Good actor. He's a great actor. I know him. Anyway, go ahead. So also, so you got a new sci-fi, and I just—it's funny because I didn't—I had never seen it, and I actually saw a commercial for this last night. It's called Channel Zero. It's got Matt Bomer, who's like like super cool. I don't know anything about it because I only saw the end of the commercial, but I think it starts soon. No, Matt Bomer is not is not involved. I don't know what it was that you saw with Matt. I mean, I love Matt. But oh, really? I think else yeah uh um the person i think you might have seen was oh it's interesting uh um yeah i don't know who it was that you saw actually but uh, it's it's a television show called channel zero and um uh and it's uh it's an anthology series so it's uh six episodes it's imagine a six episode long twilight zone oh uh, that's, that's what for it is. me buddy 
That's yeah. for me. Oh, ah, you know, I don't know where oh. I got that. You're right. Wait, I, uh, where, when is this on? I don't want to miss it. It'll be on in the fall, 27. Oh, who's going to remember the fall? We got to have you back to remind us. <laughs> I, I love that. Like, I love anything it. Anything like looks... the Twilight Zone, that's for me. Sp- out of space, because you know my family came from Mars. Did you do something else with Matt Bomer? Yes, Matt, Matt and I uh, acted in a film uh, that uh, is uh, also in post-production called Anything. And uh, oh, I, must have, I must have written it down wrong from that because, like, yeah. I saw the because, uh, like, the uh, no, no. I, I really like the sci-fi stuff. What you stuff. did was you read the list of movies that I was supposed to be <laughs> in, and this one got the part instead. That's what you read. So the part that I played was uh, uh, the part that uh, you were supposed to play was opposite. Right. Uh, Thank you. Opposite Matt Bomer, and uh, right. I did it Matt, instead. Matt and I are good friends. I had yeah. a, I had a mask. A mask. See, his favorite is Mark Ruffalo. So, like anything, I love Mark. and I notice that you do a lot of films with like people, and you're you're in a lot of films with people in several films with them. I I don't remember who the different people well, were, Mark, but I was like, oh my Mark gosh, there's Ruffalo, lots. Mark Ruffalo is the executive producer of the movie I did with Matt. Um, oh, okay. Well, I know a lot of people who know Mark from New York. Yeah, Mark's Mark's a tremendous, tremendous and he guy. is he's what we call an Italian bread. He's bread. <laughs> Because bread is everybody loves bread. And uh, everybody that knows Mark from the village days, from the actor's studio, all that crap, sure. said he is a gem. A little weird, you know, a little villagey nutty, but, uh, but a gem. He's totally into his work. Uh, I, I, find, I, find Mark, I find Mark an extraordinary person on every level. I, I, Absolutely. I, I'm trying to meet him. I admire him deeply, in, but not only in terms of the way he's living his life, how he's living his life, and also uh, the work he does, and the way in which he uh, puts his money and his time where his mouth is. He's a absolutely. A I, I follow him on tw- and, and, I follow him on Twitter and retweet a lot of his stuff. And we gay people, or the family, or that we call the gay colonies, we love him because of his outstanding work as an AIDS victim who had uh, a lot. Not victim. No, that was from the movie. Did, wasn't he the victim? Didn't he die? That was actually. No, Matt Bomer died. Oh, Matt died. <laughs> But anyway, his work in there, supporting him the way he cried in the hospital, you know, yeah. it showed that, that gay people uh, have souls and hearts and that we love just like heterosexuals love. Even this yes. guy, I love him. You know, I'm going to divorce him tomorrow. He gets the papers. <laughs> but today I'll say I love him. You know, it's very Hollywood. So what about... Every, every day is a choice in marriage, isn't it? You know. That's right. In, ho- in Hollywood, you wake up in the morning, you say to your wife, darling, I love you, on the way to the lawyer's office to sign the papers to get rid of her. <laughs> So that's a Hollywood marriage. What about okay? So I, I did. This is just like a personal like question. Is Sofia Vergara uh, is is beautiful in like uh, real life? Uh, like if you're standing next to her as she is in pictures and on television? Because I think she's. I mean, I'm gay, but ass. I think she's absolutely be- gorgeous. She's what you call a piece of ass. I'm sorry. Where I come <laughs> be from, nice. I'm bullshit in Brooklyn. If she ever walked down. 13th Avenue in Brooklyn, they would be screaming and whistling, Woo, this piece of ass coming. Hey, Ron, look at this piece of ass. <laughs> I mean, she is, I'm gay. I'd ball her. How do you like that? <laughs> she is so gorgeous and sexy. I was trying to, because he has Woo! to be careful what he says. He doesn't. I, I don't. He does. <laughs> well, now, make believe you were, you, were, you were single and you were on a date with her. Would you be happy? I got to say, I, 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 I think she's gorgeous. She's, I mean, oh. she's, she's like a, a somebody who go, that's not. That can't possibly. Like, like you've rolled a seven when it comes to the gene pool. It's, it's crazy. <laughs> and then her husband the is teeth. also like, "Come on, Gorgeous. really? Oh, yeah, yeah. Please. They should do porn. Be a sensation. Please. <laughs> yeah, that's Actually, I love him from True Blood. Uh, on, on on her off time 
from the number one comedy in the world, she should do porn. That, uh, that's a good <laughs> Just so the straight guys get yeah. happy. I mean, I mean, I find it interesting medically, but, you know, <laughs> not really. Yeah, and, and, no, Reese, she, and I'm a big Reese Witherspoon fan because I'm a Legally Blonde-like fan. Well, yeah, Angelina... She's yeah. so good. She is so good to work with. I, 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 she made me laugh a lot on that movie. I did, as did Ann Fletcher, the director. I had a lot of fun on that movie. Hoppers. It's awesome. Angelina Jolie, to me, is the most beautiful woman. If ever you saw the movie The Tourist mm-hmm. with what's his name? Johnny I mean, Depp. Johnny Depp. She was outstandingly magnificent. Quick story on that. She grew up in my house in California. I lived did, on Spalding. Oh, I, she lived on Roxbury, I lived on Spalding, and my daughter Deirdre, and she grew up together, went to school together. And when Angie was about, I think Deirdre was about five, we had a big birthday party at the house, and Angie was there, and I said to Angie, when you grow up, do you want to be a movie star like your daddy? She said, I don't know. And I tell everybody, the lips are hers. Those lips were not pumped in as a young kid. Those eyes, the lips, yeah. are now we moved to New York, and then we moved back to Lasky Drive in Beverly Hills. And Angie came over to see Deirdre. Angie's 15. I dropped dead. <laughs> in came hips, pair of tits like you wouldn't believe. Lips, eyes, face. 15, she looked like a 25-year-old sex symbol. My daughter was like an ironing board. <laughs> the same age, skinny, no tits, nothing. I mean, she looked like a pole. And here is this. I said, Angie, oh. <gasps> Oh, my God, look at you. I was astounded. She said, why? What's wrong with me? I said, you're magnificent. Look at the body on you. So everybody out there, the tits are real, the lips are real, the face is real. Angie Voigt is the real thing. How would you like to work with that stunning actress who's great as an actress? Uh, I would love it. I would love it. I've, I, I would, I've too. Met her, I've met her ex-husband. I, I, I know I, John. Ex-husband. Oh, no, John is her father, right. And Who's I Mark? actually was, I was in a film uh, with her. Uh, years ago, called Pushing Tin. Uh, oh, great movie! That's the one about the air traffic controller. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we just saw that thing. We, we saw, saw that not too long just ago. Not about a couple of weeks ago, we revisited it. We watched it again. Yeah. I like that. Movie. I never yeah. miss any of her movies. So wait, wait. So like, I love so like, because you've them. already worked with like the A list, who's who of everything. Is there who? If you had like an ideal person that you haven't worked with yet, because I'm sure you're probably gonna work with them eventually. Who's like the person that you're like, oh my gosh, they're on my bucket list, I really hope I get to do something with this person. Um, there's qu- actually quite a few. Um, uh, Maria Bello, I think, is fierce Fabulous. and unapologetic. I think she's amazing. And I, uh, I, I, uh, I, I love I love people who are uh, who are just never vain about their work. Um, Absolutely, for, that's a real uh, actor. I, I really, I really, uh, I really appreciate that. And a person I'd love to work with again anytime would be Benicio del Toro because. Um, he's uh, an amazing person to play with. But, you know, there's, um, I mean, there's tons of people I'd love to work with. Again, Elias Kateas, I'd love to work with him again. Um, and people I watch, it, it's often I'm watching a movie and go, yeah, I'd really like to play with that person. That would be really fun. Um, it's really a feeling of uh, that you, you share a sensibility of what the work's supposed to be. Right. That you share, it, you share it a, a way, you can see the way you could play together. And that is, uh, that is great. And uh, there have been many occasions in which, uh, the founder being one of them, in which um, I had not met Nick Offerman, for example. I knew his work from Parks and Recreation. I didn't know his history as a theater actor. I didn't know his background at all. And, uh, and when we met, it, we fell in perfectly together. And the dynamic between us as brothers on the first day of the shoot, which was, 
um, us telling the story of the of how McDonald's got to be McDonald's was um, it felt it felt like we you know we were from the same womb. It was it was so so easy. important when you're yeah. an actor. So yeah. important. I love that when you have that feeling of you knew them before. You brought up Benicio. I've met Benicio several times. He was going yeah. out with one of my friends. He's the shyest man in the world. <laughs> Did you know that? He, as uh, an he, actor, he's aggressive and wild. And yeah. in person, he's the shyest. He looks at the floor when he talks to you. He's very, very soft and very, very um, charming. But yeah. nothing. I mean, he's not like he is I on think a lot of. I think a lot of actors actually are. I think a lot of actors off, off screen are actually quite... Yeah. Uh, I said it earlier about Glenn Ford. You know who Glenn Ford was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Glenn Ford I knew also. He drank a lot, so he was in a coma most of the time from alcohol. But when he was sober, he was shy. He didn't speak. He was very, very humble. And yet on screen, he was powerful because he worked with Betty. But Betty always liked men that were weak. She would never work with Clark Gable. Because I asked her, how come you never made a film with Gable? She said, what are you kidding? She said, nobody would know I was in the film. So she knew to get men that, well, look, at George Brent was another weakling. All the men that she played opposite were weak actors. None of them were powerful. She well, part of that any is Humphrey Bogart. by design, not only from her, it's also by design in the picture, right? I mean, uh, it's a Betty Davis film. You know, there's Absolutely. a, you know, that, Did you ever that, have that where it's a you film? It's a John film? Um, well, I mean, the, where they I, kiss I, your this, ass, this movie, <laughs> this movie I did with Matt Bomer is, is one in which I can't I'm wait to see it. And, this uh, is going to be a good, everybody out there, we've got to get to see this film. It sounds sensational. You listen and, to Rod, uh, that I don't know. But uh, as far as kissing my ass, I, we don't have time. I have a huge ass, so we do not have time for that. Good, good, good. That's important. That's important. But so, oh, I meant that in the nicest way. I didn't mean oh, it. I mean, appreciate it. I, I meant like, do they, do, they give you a very, do they give you an onstage dressing room, or are you out in the parking lot? Well, the, 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 when, when, you're, when, you, when you get a, the budget where I get to star in the movie, you, uh, you stand outside around with sheets. <laughs> in, in the gas station. <laughs> No, you go, wait, this is true. You go to a gas station bathroom. Yeah. What actress? Who was, wait a minute, there's oh, a story. There's an actress who did a film, and she had to change in the bathroom of a gas station. Oh, my God, who is she? Ron, you remember? The film was called. Uh-oh. Oh, my God, it's, it'll come to me. All right, so anyway. She's a big so actress. So I have a, uh, just a, a statement in general, because one thing I think Debbie is Reynolds. Really, oh, Debbie, Debbie Reynolds. Debbie, Re Debbie Reynolds. Oh, you know Debbie Reynolds. I know Debbie. Okay. That's how I know the story. <laughs> Debbie's going to tell people she, no, I just told on her. <laughs> <laughs> you can never tell him, man. <laughs> no, you know why? Because they're cute things. Debbie wouldn't. Debbie, when you watch or hear, you don't mind. You're frozen, so I'll wait. Uh, okay, we're back. Hello, we're hello. Back. You're back. We yeah, can we're see back. you. Okay. I'm just... Hang on just a second, my friend okay. is leaving. Okay, let him, you can let him come in and we say hi. <laughs> you know, we're keeping That's you my on. Friend. She's, a wonderful, she's a wonderful director, Karin Kusama. She did a film I was in this year called The Invitation. It was one of the 20 best, uh, it was, I forget which critics list it was, but it was one of the 20 best films of 2016. Oh, that's cool. I don't we, know if we, we saw, saw that. The Invitation. The title is familiar, Invitation. It's about, sure. a dinner party in, it's about a dinner party in the Hollywood Hills. Um, uh, uh, and uh, it all goes terribly. I read it. I didn't see it, but I read about it. It's definitely on my list. I didn't know you were in it. Now yes, for sure I'll watch it because it's up my yeah, alley. Yeah, I think that like the, they, now, that the husband thinks that they're they're trying to kill somebody or something. 
Is that well? I can't tell you. I mean, okay. I, don't, okay. don't blow the film. He's going. He's going back to have dinner with his ex-wife and her husband, and he's going right. with his wife, and they're going to a dinner party. They haven't seen each other since about three or four years before, and they both share a loss in the family. It'll be a clear as the movie goes forward, okay. but it's that's a, another it's film. Everyone has to see the invitation. Now, everybody. hang on a minute. This is an actress that I'm sure you're going to want. I don't know who she is. She's new to me. The mm. one we saw the other night, the spy woman. She's not new to me. She's new. I'm an old bag. I know the old ones. I know <laughs> the girl in the Brad Pitt movie. Uh, the oh, new Brad Marion Cotillard. Oh, yeah, Marion Cotillard. What yeah, an yeah. actress. Oh, he loved her. He loved her. Oh, I thought her work was phenomenal. There wasn't a flaw. She's natural. She's beautiful. She's sexy. You should work with her. <laughs> All right, then that's it's done. It's done. Yeah, okay, yeah. now you can just tell those producers Ron Russell I'm, said it. Now they have to do it, right. otherwise Hollywood will turn to shit. Now, I mean, I was so impressed with her work because when I go to film, you know, I'm I'm in the business 54 years. It's a mm -hmm. long time to be in the business in every in every part of the business. I mean, from camera to lighting, I did hair, makeup, I did everything. I swept the floors too. But anyway, um, when I go to film, Jimmy knows this. I don't watch a movie. I watch the CGI, I watch the camera guy, I watch the lighting, I watch the dialogue. He pays attention to everything. I watch every single thing in the film. And then when I critique a movie, that's how I critique it. If somebody does an outstanding job and they have six lines, I will compliment those six lines and bring to light who they are. Because Louise Rayner, who the first person to win an Academy Award, was Louis, Louise Rayner. And she won it for talking to Ziegfeld on the telephone. That was her character. And she cried. And it was a little piece of shit. Nothing in the movie. movie was spectacular. But Louise Rayner won it because of the way she was choking and crying talking to Ziegfeld, who was so her husband. So hang on, because we we're, we're going to have to end this in a second. Wait, no, I don't want him to go. I love him. It doesn't matter. But, hang on. I got I got. What do you got? We've got other people calling in. They'll wait. No, it's a two-hour show, Jimmy. <laughs> he doesn't want Go. You want to go got, already? No, he's going to have to go. He's going to have to go in a minute, oh. in a minute, in a minute. Not quite yet, but I want to get to say yeah, some no, stuff. So he's one of our most interesting yeah. guests. One of the things that I want to say is really I have cool. to say, you're one of our best interviews. You give me dirt. You give me stuff. You give me what I need. He's wonderful. So, <laughs> you, you know what? Years ago, movie stars were trained on how to do an interview. They knew what they were going to say on an interview. Today, yeah. I interview in people. That, uh, uh, Cliff Robertson, the greatest actor in the world. When I interviewed him for television, he sat there and I said, so tell me about this. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. He wouldn't tell me anything. You know what I had to say to him? I heard your wife was a bitch. <laughs> Dana Merrill. He wasn't even married to her anymore. And then I got him to talk about Joan Crawford, how she tried to seduce him when they were making autumn leaves. And she invited him to her bedroom where she was in a white terry cloth robe laying there with one leg up. And you could see, you know, Chicago. And he said his girlfriend had given him a wristwatch that rang to remind him that he had to be at an appointment. And he said it saved his virginity because Crawford was going to jump him. So, you know, I got that out of him on the show, which was big. But hang on, I want to go back. Okay, so you've got all the... Because one thing I think is very un, really cool about you and your career is the fact that you haven't been pigeonholed into one thing. Like, you do comedy, you do drama. It you do drag. You I do, mean, come on. <laughs> you, do, you do drag. <laughs> you do horror. You know, you're, you're really... He's an actor. That's comedy or drama. 
Yes, yeah. but Jim, you've been able to be in everything, and most yeah. people do not get that opportunity. But, but most Jim, pe- Jim, it's called acting. I know it's called acting, and most of the people play the same most character in everything well, that Clark, they do. Clark Abel played Clark Jack Nicholson Abel. plays Jack Nicholson in every Absolutely. movie. He's the same. So, well, so. there's no actor there. I really have to. I really have to. I, I, for me, I think that there's many different. Uh, uh, why do we think that acting has to be the same for everybody? Uh, I mean, uh, some people, like for example. Um, if you go to see Eric Clapton play uh, the guitar, you don't go, Eric, could you play like B.B. King now? That's you know? true. That's true. Right. And That, uh, was, that was a standard of years ago in the 40s. The studios would not allow you to go out of character. You and, had and, to stay character. And the fact of the matter is that even uh, movie stars today, the ones who are great, great movie stars, the ones who are really well known and really uh, carry a picture, what they can do is they can take theme and variation to a new level. They they, they present themselves and you think you know what you're going to see and then they just turn it a little bit, a little bit. You know, uh, an actor transform, if he ever wanted to, would be no. Denzel Washington. But Denzel Washington uh, performs uh, as in the same range of, of characters. But every time he plays, it's just a little bit of facet, a small, yes. small change, a small change. It's right. all really subtle work. And sometimes uh, people don't give credit to actors who can create subtle variation and 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 you know say something like for example there are actors uh, an actor like that is Morgan Freeman where Morgan Freeman will go he'll walk on stage on screen and go I'm a research scientist and in your head you go well you're a research scientist well we're and so used to him and I mean, say, he's, you're a, he's you're made a, millions of films yeah but he's every, in every film I go to see <laughs> what Morgan is in every movie I go to see it's almost <laughs> it like I wave at the screen hi Morgan <laughs> and every time. Whatever he tells you he is, he is. You don't, you just, yes. you believe it. He's an actor. You believe it. What and do you think of Meryl Streep? I, I love Meryl Streep's work, uh, and, and I think she's an amazing actor. She is someone who is paid to transform. We want her to be different people, we don't want her to be the same every time. So right. we, we, we want to lay our $15 to say, what is Meryl going to do next, right? Absolutely. What is Streep going to do next? And that's what's joyous about going to see her. I think um, the uh, Florence Foster Jenkins movie, which I just saw, loved it. Having a ridiculously good time. I love her in that movie. She's joyous, and the movie is joyous because she is. And we love that. You like that one? Oh, I loved it. Are you kidding? And Who doesn't love it? Her, opposite her is is Hugh Grant, and Hugh Grant has been slammed his career for playing the same character over and over again. But you know. Even in the movie, they comment on that in the film that he is a he is an actor uh, in the film. He plays an actor in the film, and he is disparaged for his work. He's disparaged in yes. the movie, and he also gets to do Shakespeare, which is ironic since Hugh Grant has never been asked to do Shakespeare ever. He's he is an English movie star that's never been asked to do a part in a Shakespeare movie. Never. That's crazy. <laughs> I, mean, I love the guy Michael who plays the piano player too, though in that film. That yeah, guy was incredible. I think he got a golden. You know glove who? You know who they get to do Shakespeare? A guy from California, who's a blonde, and he played Doctor uh, Kildare. What's his name? Oh, Chamberlain. Richard, Ch- Richard Chamberlain. Chamberlain. Richard Chamberlain is one of the best Shakespearean actors around. He's fabulous mm-hmm. as a Shakespeare. He studied in England for years, by the way. Yeah, yeah. Now did. you know who Barbara Stanwyck is, right? Of course. Yeah, I love Barbara too. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, in talking to Barbara once in an interview, I said to her, why is it that in every single film there's a man grabbing you, you're smacking him, and you're screaming, and you're tougher than anybody? You know what she said? That's what they pay their dollar for, <laughs> meaning the audience. If One of my favorite moments in Barbara Stanwyck's work is in, uh, is in Meet John Doe, when she comes yeah. out at the end and she's feverish, and she's yeah. trying to stop him, and she's grabbing him. She says, don't you understand, John? She didn't care. And she just passes out. She's just yeah. like, don't you know? Yep. <laughs> well, they got away with that back Great. then. Don't forget, Stanwyck came from Brooklyn. Uh, yeah, she was, uh, she and was Stan- a And Stanwyck's name, I don't remember her real name, but it was a trashy name. It sounded like a stripper. She came from an, uh, an Irish kind of family that wasn't really uh, reputable. And um, mm-hmm. she learned from all of that. I love Barbara Stanwyck. Oh, yeah. She was royalty. She yeah. was kind. She was generous. She was the most beautiful interview. And unfortunately, we didn't have equipment nowadays to get it from her. I got it on, on sound, not on picture. Yeah. Uh, back, back then, they didn't like picture. Like so many people say to me, Ron, you know hundreds of movie stars. Oh, you have pictures of them with you. I said, what are you, crazy? Back in the 50s, you asked Grace Kelly to take a picture with you. She'd say, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> oh, yeah, they, didn't, they didn't do that because they weren't made They didn't up. have selfies. They like weren't, <laughs> they weren't they posed. Like themselves. Yeah. Yes. You know what I mean? I mean, I know that from so many celebrities that I knew from, from those days. Uh, I can't think of one name but right now, but from the 50s. I got to tell you. So anyway. Okay, right go ahead. Now, right now, this is not me. I'm actually sitting uh, across the room. This is just <laughs> Well, this is not me either. I'm usually 19 looking and dark hair. We forgot to put my dark wig on and give me my lens to look 19. All right, so here's what we got to do. All right, everybody. So this is John Carroll Lynch, you guys. First of all, you can follow him on Twitter. His Twitter is Mr. J.C. Lynch. On Twitter, Mr. J, letter J, letter C, L-Y-N-C-H. Whenever his film Lucky comes out, we want everybody to check it out. Go on IMDb, watch all his work. Make sure and to go to definitely theaters. Definitely the McDonald film. Make sure to that go to the theaters see. and see The Founder and Jackie. They're both going to be coming out. In like, Jackie again got a Golden Globe nomination. So congratulations for being in a film that's uh, got you. a Golden Globe nomination. Congratulations you. on your career in general. Uh, we want to thank you for coming on the show. Anytime you have anything to promote, let us know. We'll have you back no, anytime. No, no, no. And he's, he's we want everybody out. to get Twisty. Go get a Twisty. I, you probably don't make any money. From it, but it's such a cool character. Oh, Everybody's got to get it. Please help Fox Studios stay in business. Bye. Yes, Twist. that's right. Bye, Twisty, everybody. So there you go. And, and we wish you the greatest holiday ever. Have a great Christmas. And, year. And, and here comes a great compliment. For a man with your character, your face, who you are, you're a very attractive, handsome man. You're nice to look at besides being a good actor. I'm and very, I thought it's an honest I'm, compliment. I'm and and listen to me. I'll kick the fucking shit out of you if you don't come back on this show. <laughs> you want? You don't want to meet me in the street. I'm one tough hombre. I, 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 I'm I'll not, pull uh, your hair I'm, out of your head. I'm not going to cross you, man. I'm not gonna... <laughs> because I, you. I have to say this again. You are probably up there with the best interviews I've ever had. Most of them I have to pull my teeth to get the... You were fabulous. You gave to us names. My show, this show is going to be number one. Watch. Yeah, you get, watch. It's watch going to get a lot ratings. of views. I know, I know our following and my fans. When we talk this Hollywood shit, they go berserk. If we talk, polit- they don't care. If we talk religion, they could kill us. But the minute we start to open up about Hollywood and talk about what's this actor like and that actor, let me tell you something, John. We go out to how many millions of people? A lot. 
We have 4 million, million that watch weekly. We have 4 million people that watch yeah. us. Congratulations. So, well, congratulations for you because now 4 million people are going to Hopefully they're all, I hope 4 million people go out and buy Twisty. <laughs> only if John... Only yeah, I hope so too. Only if John makes money. All right, we got to go though. So thank hey, you so John, much, John. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure. Hi, baby. Pleasure. Yeah, 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 what everybody. A nice guy. Isn't he? What a nice guy. Hey, Chad, that was fun, right? Very, very cool, no doubt. He was wonderful. Oh, my God, did he give info? Did he give names? He dropped everything. It was wonderful. And Ron's on yeah. fire today, too. You got to love it. So real quick, too, that's then. What, you know, that's what our show is about. We're really a Hollywood show. We're not of course a, we are. We're not a, a crappy pop. We don't want to like bullshit shows. We're mostly about movie stars and acting in Hollywood, and that's what people want to hear. They so, want to hear the real thing. So what's up, everybody? If you're still looking for Christmas presents, we want you to go to the uh, to give the gift of a luxurious panties to the woman in your life. Um, it's a really cool thing. It comes in a box with like with like rose petals and and uh, it's it's something that you know very special to give the, the woman in your life. And it's not something you're going to give your mother or your sister, but it's definitely someone you're going to give who you have intimate moments with. And well, wait for one more week, hang on, for one more week, you can go to enclosedlaundry.com slash Jimmy Star, enter the code Jimmy Star, and you can get $25 off. It's the last week to get it, everybody. And remember, Jimmy said something. It's not for your brother. It's not for your father. Baloney. Tell your father, guess what mom would like. Tell your brother, guess what sister would like or girlfriend. Tell him. Oh, excuse me. I'm burping. Yeah, I got the blood. I lost so much blood from my cut. You can follow them at The Enclosed on and, Twitter. And everybody should tell everybody about this incredible gift. Be different. Be unique. Be clever. And be sexy. And be romantic. And send this to somebody you love. Nobody has the thought to do it. And the nice thing is, she can wear these panties until they fall apart. They're made well, I guess. There you go. So it's enclosedlingerie.com slash Jimmy Star. Type in the code Jimmy Star. Get $25 off your enclosed holiday gift. And it's a cool gift. I think every woman would love it. And the panties will last a long time if you don't bite them off or rip them off. And there's no... Be gentle. And and you can't get the size wrong. They guarantee fit. They guarantee everything. So it's a really cool thing. And follow them on Twitter at The Enclosed. Hey, Chad. And panties look a little better if they're smaller than your size because it shows. Hey, Chad. Yes, sir. So what, what happened with our other guest? What did you tell her? I told her I would call her. Okay, so let's wait a second. When you're Uh, ready. She's a four, she's four fifteen. So let's play one song so people can so kind of remember who she is. And we is could recap our breath. I know who she is. And uh, let's play um, let's play the uh, the the one I added you automatic. Let's do it. Um, all right, everybody. So Alternate is our next guest. You guys know her. She's a dance diva superstar. This is one of her huge hits. It was number one. The name of the song is Automatic, and we're gonna call her as soon as we get done. What you doing to me? I'm utterly at your whim. All of my defenses down. You can run look through me with its X-ray vision and all systems run aground. All I can manage to push from my lips is a stream of absurdity. Every word I intended to speak winds up locked in the circuitry. It's only automatic whenever you're around 
That was Automatic by Superstar Ultra Nate, and now she's on the line with us. Hello, and welcome to the show. Hi, fellas. How are you? Fantastic. You're looking absolutely rumscrumptious, my dear. Thank you. So we're gonna do a quick. We're gonna do a quick, like new, uh, a real good intro for the TV show. So when we put this on TV, like we've got it all going, and then we'll get going. So here we go. Ready? Make believe. Let's go. All right. All right, everybody. Now we want to welcome to the Jimmy Star Show with Ron Russell. Divalicious, super talented, dance diva, DJ, you name it, she does it. Miss Ultra Nate, hello and welcome to the show. Hi, fellas. Thank you hey. for having me. Hi, Jimmy. You look rum scrumptious, my dear. Thank you, my darling. So look this is, those. let me look do at some. The sisters I know, look at the sisters. The sisters They're sisters fabulous. We love them. Out. You gotta wow. love them. Look at them. All you straight guys drooling. Wipe your mouths. <laughs> it's disgusting. <laughs> spit down on their chin stop it boys that's hilarious so let me introduce you to everybody starting out with my cool outrageous man about town co-host mr ron russell we just met yeah it's this this no. beauty girl Wait, listen were you on our show before no no this is the first time why do i feel like i know you from somewhere? because you know all her music because you dance to it like all forever yeah She's the one. She's you've been dancing to her music I for love t- forever. She's she's got like almost every hit that my she. My favorite song. Um, no, it's not your favorite song. Well, I don't care for the crystal ball anymore. I got over it. Oh, I know, but but anyway, either way, <laughs> hold you, on, hold I, on. I don't remember jack shit. I'm old. <laughs> what what's the song that I like? Her favorite, my favorite song of hers. Well, she free is a really big song. No, the other one. Automatic. Yes, automatic. Automatic. That's yes. Can you read my mind? So, so hold on. We got to finish no, the introductions. Hold on. Go back to Chad. So we have uh, the man behind the boards, Chad Murphy. Hey, Chad. Delicious. Welcome to the show. <laughs> automatic. And then, yeah, we just played it. Oh, see, we can hear Chad. Why don't we hear music? That's I miss automatic. You're, deaf. you're old. Get over it. <laughs> I love automatic. Why didn't you let me hear it? We'll Chad? put it in your car. 
Yeah, we'll put it in the car. So we it got is, a chat it room. Is in my car. We have a chat room full it of people. Say car. hello to everybody in the chat room. Hi, chat room. Hi, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. There you go. She's good Makes at this. She knows she's been doing this. Like when I said play First automatic of all, and they just did. You're gorgeous. <laughs> the fact the fact that you've been like turning out hits for over 20 years and you still don't look like you're a day over 20 is amazing. Let me tell you, boy. They When they say black don't crack, they're not kidding. You are just uh, gorgeous. You better believe it. Look, <laughs> look at Angie B, who I just mentioned. Oh, my God. Angie's like uh, she's more beautiful now than when she was young. She turned. Angie's, I think she's got a rich boyfriend that's keeping her a multi-millionaire. <laughs> Well, I don't she have lives, one of those. She, she lives in a six thousand square foot house in uh, in where Atlanta. In Atlanta, and we were there. And, I mean, she's you got to have money. I mean, when she, I found out that how much it costs to put her eyelashes on, I almost fainted. <laughs> they put them on and they stay for a month, right? You know right. the ones that never come off. It's a fortune. Oh, the extensions. Yeah, yeah. I, I said, can't do those because I do mega lashes. Yeah, you got like she's got the big, big, big eyes. Yeah, well, you're a beautiful girl too. I mean, you know, there, there's, there's many beautiful black women out there. Many, many are beautiful. Absolutely. This one is, and, you know, and, she, and she is a superstar. Years ago, they weren't Lena Horn, but then Lena Horn had her nose made little like a white person, and they made her look like a white person, which was shit. And she could never look in the camera if you notice when Lena Horn sang, because it would offend the white people in the South. Wow. They didn't want their men being looked at by a beautiful black woman. Grab that number. Wow. <laughs> Talk about bullshit. <laughs> so they told Lena Horn, look up at the sky, but do not look in the camera because some piece of shit white man might get hot. First I'm of all, sure it's hot anyway. Everybody, you know I mean? So notice it in movies, and I, and I think it was despicable. That's why Lena, in her later years, turned, and she made an afro on her hair, and she became very much the black woman. No longer the Hollywood bullshit artist white woman. They used to bleach her skin. Would you believe it? Because dark black wasn't in. You couldn't be a black person. How horrible Hollywood really was when you think about it. He's talking about 50 years ago. I'm talking about this. I know. Well, she's like, she's 20. (laughs) She doesn't know what you're talking about. She sure knows what I'm talking about. She knows what you're talking about. It's part of her heritage. There's still some progress to be made in those areas in Hollywood. Absolutely. Well, I think we've done a great job with actors. We ha- certainly have a lot of black actors now, and every film that we see, there is a black actor in it. So they're really trying to do it where they shut people's mouths by sticking the token black person in. You know, that's terrible. Well, that's a terrible you way know to what? What about that's us? Part, We're that's gay. That's part of the struggle. Yes, that's still We're needed. gay. We're gay. Jimmy and I are married. We're the gay first gay couple on television. Now they don't show gay people in films, and if they do, they show us as stupid, ridiculous, and demented, or dying of AIDS or, or wearing dresses shit. or killers. I mean, or <laughs> so we have a long way to go. Except for Modern know. Family. Modern Family has a normal, like somewhat normal yeah, gay he's couple. A, he's a big fat fairy, you know. It's not like, <laughs> First of all, though, I want to say, because one thing is, like, you have a huge gay following. The gay world loves you. The dance world loves you. look at her. I mean, she's like gay bait. (laughs) I know. You're like like everybody's, like, gay best friend because you're, like, super hot. Everybody, all gay guys, well, not all, but most gay guys like to dance, and you make the best music ever for that. Your club music. Mm Mm-hmm. So I love club is my favorite, by the way. Jimmy yells at me all the time. He says, that's not club I said, baby, I'm, da- I'm from the studio 54 <laughs> days. Disco, I know club, I know disco. D- mm-hmm. Club cu- club is the cousin carryover from disco. It is. Dance music, all of it. House, club, 
Yes. Club it. But club yes. is so, my favorite. So basically, though, because like one thing I didn't know, I, I, I've always known your music because we hear it, you know, when we go out. So we hear your music all the time. But I didn't know that you were so multi-talented that you were basically like a jack of all trades in the music industry and that you're doing everything. You're like the singer. You're the songwriter. You're the producer. Now you're spinning as a DJ. Uh, you've got a record label. You're a club promoter. Basically, like anything in the music industry, you're like queen bitch. You got it going on. I love what I do. It's a great way to make a living. I mean, I've had an, an amazing career for 27 years. And, you know, anything that you do for a long time, you just kind of further extend it out. You know, you get more and more versed in other facets of it. And, you know, it's all part of, of like your creative process. So the DJing was kind of born out of the fact that I was, you know, the music scene here in Baltimore had started to die a little bit, kind of like mid to late 90s. And I wanted to continue our scene here. I wanted it to continue to flourish because that's the scene that I came from yep. and started my career. So that's, I kind of fell into being a club promoter and fell into being a DJ in the same way that I fell into being a songwriter and singer when I first started making music. I originally wanted to go into medicine and be a doctor. So go figure. <laughs> well, that's, that's good too. But you know what? Music is the medicine of the soul. Absolutely. So I'm still working in my craft. So, so you're, there you you're go. Still, yeah, that so, was good. Well, no, it's true. Music, I, Jimmy, I, I've been very <laughs> depressed because the fucking weather here is snowy, cold, horrible. I hate New York. I, I want to go same way. Ron. I want to go back to California so oh bad, Palm gosh. Springs. But we got to sell our house before we can go. So I'm tortured. I'm trapped here. And I was depressed. So I got on the microphone and I began because I used to sing and I began to sing. And the next day I was as happy as a lark because singing is the best way to get out of depression Absolutely. because mu music is the medicine of the soul. And Absolutely. especially your music is also. Absolutely. And even though it's grounded in dance music under the dance music umbrella, oh, I, mean, I think it speaks to a lot of different people and, yeah. and a lot of different Look genres. I'm 130 years old and I love your music and I dance to it and I still go to clubs I mean, I still dance. He's you not know 130. He's not 130. Well, well almost. When I dance in, <laughs> listen, this is the truth. When I dance in the clubs, sometimes they stop dancing around me. And they make a little bit of a circle because they say, wow, look at this old guy go. <laughs> they can't believe that I'm 76 years old and that I could dance still the dances of today without having a broken bone or a losing a hip. So well, I find that absolutely normal because my crowd goes from 18 to 76. Okay, so I mean, I would dance. You know, if you're in a club, I'd go in a flash. You're going to be in New York soon? She's doing New Year's I'm Eve in New York. I'm doing the Monster. I'm doing Monster Bar. Are for you New kidding Year's me? Eve. We were just there. We were Actually, just, we, we were just, just there with Eileen Shapiro, and I know she interviewed you because that's how we got introduced. We love yeah. Eileen. Uh, we love Eileen, and we, we were went, just at the Monster for we a record release party for Aaron Paul. Aaron Paul's party yeah, we DJing went to. Yeah, on New, New Year's Eve. I think I go on at 12. I'll be doing about four or five songs and then doing about an hour and a half DJ set, so you can catch. Oh, shit. We can't cut because we have previous engagement for New Year's. Oh, boo, 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 shit. Boo. If we could get out of it. <laughs> if we oh, could get out of it. You'd meanwhile, never I should have shut my mouth. The person that's invited us listens to our show. <laughs> Talk about putting your foot in your mouth. Oh, my. I think I just killed myself. I'm only oh, kidding. That means you're going to have to make a trip down and come and visit and hang out, you know, when you're not Absolutely. I mean, I would have gone. With so, I, where's Eileen going for New Year's Eve? I don't know. She's in England now, so we can't talk. She's coming her. back on Monday. Um but I, you gotta like love it. So you basically still travel around all the time, right? Playing, DJing all everywhere. 
Yes, yes. I think that's like, it seems like it would be like a lot of fun. It might be difficult on the love life, unless you have like a really hot dude in every, or dude or, or female, either whatever you like. As long as you have a really hot one in every little city that you go to, that would be kind of fun too. That is the solution. At the monster, are you playing down in the disco room? Well, I call yes. It disco. Yes. I want to go. Oh. I love it. Also, listen, you guys, listen, wait, listen, listen, listen. I got to use a little tack here. The person that's invited us, if you are listening, please don't be offended, but you know I always put work before pleasure. <laughs> and this girl is work because um, we're going to promote her and uh, do something Promote with the her. monster. <laughs> we're going to promote her very big, I don't know. At the mo- and, and she's requested that I be there because if, I, if I'm not there, she's not going to let me promote her. <laughs> <laughs> so therefore, that's we can't come to your house on New Year's Eve. <laughs> Stick it to that story. Yeah, we'll take it. We'll take it. What are you going to do? <laughs> what I could do is kidnap you and drag you ass off at 1 o'clock to the party. That would no, make She gets paid a lot me. of money to do that DJ they, stuff. No, the, but, the, but the people that are throwing the party would love to have her there. And that <laughs> I would... can't. Well, actually, I'm jumping on a train, and I have to come right back to Baltimore because I'm throwing my deep sugar party here in Baltimore at the same time. So I've got to come oh here my gosh, and go back and jump back on turntables when I arrive at 6 a.m. So we'll, we'll jump that on is the so train much fun. with you. We'll go to your party. That's so much fun. That is, cool. uh, is the music scene in Baltimore, is it pretty good? I mean, it has its pockets. You know, it's still okay. it's still struggling here and there, but it has its pockets. And my party is, time. you know, it's all inclusive and it's black, white, it's gay, straight, old, young. That's Everybody's the way I like it. That's the way things need to be everywhere. Way to go. I love how, that. How come you're not working out of Atlanta? That's where it's really happening. I she lives in- we do all right on our own here. So We're doing, I'm going to be doing double music? duty that evening. So, uh, Or I would join you where you're going that night. But I've got to get back <laughs> here and DJ again. Because my yeah. party goes until 9 a.m. Or, or beyond. Like That's normal stuff for us. Actually. There you go. Well, actually, where we're going, I won't give it away because we can't is another performer who's a good friend of ours. Mm. And that's where we're going to that nightclub. Let's just drop the whole like New Year's Eve thing, and then we don't have to worry about it. <laughs> so I have a question, because I, I read in your bio mm-hmm. that you shared the stage with Niall Rogers and Sheik, which we met the women oh, from Sheik, Sheik. with uh, with Kathy Sledge. I don't know if you know Kathy Sledge. Oh. Uh, of course I know Sledge. Kathy. She- um, she- Tell her the Kathy story. Oh, okay, so we, we were at a mo- uh, television <laughs> A television premiere of a TV show, and Ron Ron has worked with so many famous people. He never gets excited about no, famous people when I've he meets. Them. Wait a second. Well, she's she's too young to know. Got to uh, give the names, otherwise uh, the story don't work. Tab Hunter. I don't know. I've worked those? with Jane Russell, the legend. I've worked with uh, all the greatest. Elizabeth Press, Elizabeth Taylor, the, all the, the greatest movie stars of the 40s. exactly. Those are those are the, the starlets right the there. Because I yes. had a TV show, had a TV show in California. Okay, so we're at this movie premiere, this television premiere. Wait, thing. wait, wait! And I meet these celebrities like I meet you, you know, like nothing. You're, <laughs> you're another performer, right? What do I care? You know? No, that's a terrible thing to say. No, but it's true. I, if I met her now, I think I'm gonna go like, I, I want your autograph. Well, you don't do that anyway. No, I just say nice to meet you. I love your music. Blah blah. Right. Let's go to dinner. Yeah, we, we we you know, give me a big kiss. We're not like the like, like the fanboy people. We're more like the equal like people. Right. Like we love well, what I'm you in do. This is fifty three years. Okay, so anyway, we're at people. this thing, right? Okay, we're at this thing, and and all of a sudden he's screaming across screaming. the room, screaming, Jimmy! Jimmy, Jimmy, get over here, get over here. And like I walk over there, and I'm like, and he's freaking out because he met Kathy Sledge from oh. Sister Sledge, and he was like. 
oh my god, you know, like this, we are family, you know, because they're like such gay, like you, they're gay icons. That, sto- that song meant so much to us and, once, the gay people, and I love, I was hugging her and kissing her, she thought she was going to call the security. <laughs> that there was this fucking crazy white man. I'm sure she's used to it, I'm sure. No, it was great, no, no, we had we had a great like, time. Now I become friends with Kathy, I invited her to our house for Italian meal, and <laughs> I find out that she's best friends with my idol, Patty, Patty LaBelle. LaBelle. which we haven't met yet, we're working on I that I have not still. met LaBelle yet. And she promised to bring LaBelle to our house for dinner. I'm going to kill myself because <laughs> there's no singer in the world. Excuse me, honey. I love you. But LaBelle. He loves Patty LaBelle. LaBelle hits notes that, that machinery you. only hits. So anyway, then we went to see Kathy Sledge perform in a one-woman show where she, she did. Um, the flower, uh, who I love. Don't. Complain, you know. Anyway, we went and saw a show in no, New York. Who I mean, the, the, I don't know. I don't know those the, old the people. The junkie like, drug addict that died from the 1930s. Oh my God, the famous legend. Black or white? Black. Black. Oh, with a flower in her hair, Billy Holiday. Billy Holiday, Billie yes, Billy Holiday. Holiday. So Jesus she had a show where Christ. she played Billy Holiday, and she was wonderful. And she was wonderful. And then we went to the after party afterwards. And at the after party, some of the girls from Chic were there. I love Chic. There's too. like, and they were fabulous, and they were all singing, and we were interviewing them, and we had like a really like good we became time. Became good friends with the girls from Chic. Chic, say Chic. So that's how the Chic thing came in. So okay, so like, so you've worked with Chic. So then Martha Wash, Mark Ronson. But I want to know about Johnny Marr because like that's something I didn't know, and that's not a normal pairing. And Johnny Marr is really. Bad. Badass, like he was really like, bad. Like, well, the, that the meeting Johnny Marr really came through the Nile Rogers um, freak out. Let Let's dance, freak out. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sorry, it should be the other way. But um, he is, did his first festival in Montreux about five or six years ago, and he put together that whole lineup of dance music artists, some rock artists, disco DJs, like uh, just a whole amalgam of how much fun is that because then you have like everything you have like everybody you know it's an interest something not just for people who just want one type of thing but people who are interested in all of it and i think that that's first of all it's a genius idea to do it that way but i'm like just a huge johnny marr fan and in in my head i was thinking you know i i don't know that i would normally see that as a pair up alternate and johnny marr but i think that it's a genius idea (laughs) we were just on the same bill that's okay Do do, do you know lily mcleod no. Oh, see, poor Lily. She's got the greatest voice in the world, and she's not going anywhere. <laughs> I mean, it's a sin because you got to hear her song, something about the children. Oh my God, she's wonderful. We have no, no. We have probably today more beautiful black singers than ever before. I mean, we had Donna Summers. We had, you know, but not actually. Really. She, Alternate, you were considered to be like the the version, the like '90s version of the '80s Donna Summer, right? Which is an ex- an amazing compliment. You said that I have heard that. Yes, through the great. Oh, book. I googled oh, your name, and it's the first thing that comes up. Alternate but, is but, is the the comparison to the '80s Donna Summer, and I was like, whoa, that's awesome. But think of all <laughs> the great, look, look. What about what's the name? Doolittle. Melinda Doolittle. You know Melinda Do Melinda Doolittle. I don't we know. Have Melinda- a- we have a lot of reality singers come on from like uh, like oh. Lily McLeod was on X Factor and Melinda Doolittle was like came in, came in like third place on one of the seasons of American Idol and she does more Broadway type stuff. She's fabulous. Yeah. But uh, the voices that are coming out of these women is incredible. Like you, it's incredible. Incredible music, and it's not you know in the doo-bop days of my day, it was you know women sang like Peggy Lee sort of. You know, it wasn't quite 
what it is today. Mm. Uh, there's a lot of white women who try to imitate black singers, and I look down at that. I don't appreciate that because <laughs> it's copycat. It's no, you know what I'm saying now. Let's not bullshit each other. It's not the soul. It's not. There's something about a black woman's voice that the notes are not, white people and black people have different vocal cords. I swear it. Because the white, no, I swear to God, it's true. There are no, Patty Labelle hits no. No white woman has ever hit the notes of Patty Labelle unless she was a fucking opera black singer. Black women can't hit them notes either. So what? What she, she said a lot of black women can't hit those notes either. No, I know that, but Patty Labelle is an there, exception. There's something about the, the the soul. I don't know what it is. It's I mean, the I do, and it's I just do the soul. I do like. There you go. I do have. Listen, I love the culture. I love the, Peggy Lee. Peggy Lee to me. Peggy Lee, to me, was one of the greatest jazz singers ever. I love Peggy. I still play Peggy's records. She had something. Do you know Peggy Lee? I have heard of Peggy Lee, of course, yes. Okay. Yeah, well, she was the greatest of her day. I have a question. Do you miss, mm -hmm. do you miss your short blonde hair? Not at all. No? No, she looks good like I this. know. She looks She's beautiful. I'm just asking because like, I keep seeing these videos pop up on the screen. They're, she, they're she, playing she's videos. Not, she's not. And like, when you had the short blonde, I, I mean, you were like smoking like you were like a, a Fast and Furious, like smoking hot, you know, <laughs> like chick. You should have been like the hot chick in like Fast and Furious or something like yeah, it was, she, she's, she's not, not Swedish. Why would she be blonde? She's Swedish. Uh, she Swedish had blonde hair. Blonde. He doesn't know what have, she looked like. I she's African-American. She looked blonde. I know she had a bald, bald, like real short hair with like a like blonde hair, and she was so freaking hot. That's how, that's what that's how you looked when you first got really famous, right? Mm, that's a matter of when you actually were aware of me as an artist. I was, I started in 1990, and my first record was a top top of the charts record in the UK. Okay, I so see. What some people know from that period on, which my hair was more like it is now during that period, oh, no, 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 and then other people only know from when Free came out on. And what? And what year did Free come out? Free came out in '97. Oh, so like you were already a star for five years, and us dumb Americans didn't even know it. <laughs> see, I don't, I don't like you with blonde <laughs> hair like that. Pretty much, but I was, I was an import in America, and that's why. A lot of Americans kind of don't really know because I wasn't um, commercially successful in the U.S. I was commercially successful in the U.K. and abroad, but I didn't get really well known here in the U.S. in, in the same way until free. Well, okay. Look, look at Tina Turner, please. I mean, Tina Turner is a screamer. She never really had a great voice, but she is phenomenal. I watch yeah, her all now, the time. I have to argue with that one because Tina's voice, and Tina has a resonance that is that is such her signature, that is her style. Yeah, it's a rough, gruff voice. She doesn't hold the notes. But that's her character. That's the character but, that makes her voice very special. Very special. Well, let me finish saying what I'm going to say. Because it's not I, always about what screams the loudest. No, I adore Tina. I love her. Because I'll forget, I go back with Tina. We're the same age. She's 76. I'm 76. So Tina came up with me. I was with Tina when she was with that maniac husband of hers, okay? <laughs> when she was called Anne or Mary or something. Annie. Uh, was it Mary? Annie. 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 Right. Did you know that in Europe she's the number one performer and she just did a big, big concert a couple of months mm -hmm. ago in I'm Holland? A huge Tina Turner fan. In yeah. Holland at 76. Yeah. She's my and I watched and did you I know her that. success didn't happen until after she was 40? Yeah, isn't but that I, cool? I watched her. I watched the old bag on television doing the, 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 the concert. Fucking woman's phenomenal. She's got the legs of death. The face is gorgeous. The body is perfect. And she's moving those legs like she did when she was 25. 
what a wonderful thing to show people that you can be 76 and you don't have to be an old bag. That's something that I push. I dress young, I act young, I think young because I want people out there to know because you're 76, you don't have to wear baggy pants, a plaid shirt, and have an old man haircut. Exactly. You can I be love cool. That. So let's exactly. go to you. So how many records has Alternate actually put out? I well, I've done eight albums. Eight complete yeah. albums. Eight complete albums, and there have been multiple singles from each album, and then independent collaborations in between some of those things. So there have been a lot of records. So I went on Wikipedia, right, because I was like, okay, let's find out a, a bunch of cool shit about Alternate, which you have a bunch of cool shit to find out about besides all that. And one of the statements on there said that almost every single that you release becomes a billboard, uh, like a dance club hit. Uh, on all the dance club charts, almost every one. And then I was looking, and there's out of all the songs that you've released as singles, which there's a lot of them, there was only like one or two that didn't actually like you know become a top hit. So number one, I want to say congratulations to that. Number two, I want to say how awesome is that that for 28 years you can you're still putting out like hit music and and you still look like you're 20. I mean like you're going to be doing this for such a long time. Like I think it's super fabulous. And and I, and, and you're like a give you like a commendation for the dance club community because you've been such a great influence in it and and everybody like looks up to you everybody like loves the music and everybody thinks you're just you know fabulous and you've actually given us all something to enjoy that we get to go out and have a good time with it's in her head if she were married living in quaker town pennsylvania oh my god she died i guarantee (laughs) she'd be in kmart with an ass that goes from here to across the street (laughs) she'd have tits down on her knees she would have She'd probably be some gross human being, I don't know, because, <laughs> and old. She has a head that's young, a head that's a, into beauty. I look good for my age because I'm like you. I don't think old. I think beauty only. I worry about my weight. I worry about my face. <laughs> I, I thank God I've got a wonderful head of and hair. And you have a beautiful smile. My God, you're, you have such so a beautiful when you're smile. 76, Ron, you have a great head of hair. Yeah, it's all mine, too. Look. <laughs> No, I've been questioned about it. it. People thought it was a wig. When you're 76, they may wheel you out on stage, but you're going to perform, honey. You're going to (laughs) perform. But you got it. I don't have any plans of being wheeled out on stage. No, I'm just doing that as a joke. But you got it. You got it. You're, you're, You're like my Angie B. I'm crazy about uh, Angie. I keep bringing her up. So, do you have a favorite of all the singles? Like, do you have any one? Uh, do you have one song that you think is like the song that you either like the best or gets, or, or if you don't want to tell us which one you like the best, which is like the most requested uh, song that everybody's like, oh my god! And as soon as they hear it, they're like, oh yeah, alternate, and everybody's like running out to the dance floor. Where'd you get the name from? It's That's my birthday. Curious. It's my That's birthday. your real name. You're kidding. Your mother was. That is awesome. Your mother, your mother was very creative. Your yeah. mom's she cool. Knew, she knew where her daughter was going. Yeah. <laughs> she wasn't going to Quaker Town. <laughs> no, no, no. No Quaker for me. But um, <laughs> it's really hard to nail down like what would be my number one favorite song because I've written so many songs, even beyond the singles, like a lot of the album tracks that I've done. You know, a lot of things hold special memories for me. So, um, and there's different experiences that went along right. with a lot of them. So it's kind of hard to, to nail down like which one. But in terms of like singles that I perform, um, I mean, obviously I do free more often than anything. Like ever since <clears throat> the day that came out, I've, there's never been a show since then that I didn't do that song. It hasn't been requested. I think people would probably storm the stage if I ever left trying right. to not do it. Um, but there are other songs that are popular in different marketplaces. So it really depends right. on what audience I'm in front of. 
that would that could determine if other songs are more popular. You know, I did New Kind of Medicine and Twisted and If You Could Read My Mind. And then there's, you know, Found a Cure and a whole host of songs from from the more un, my more underground days um, in the soulful house scene that are favorites amongst that genre of people. So it depends on who you're talking to. It depends on what era of music they're into. And then there's just some who just love stuff across the board. And, and some of the more newer stuff, more of the electronic stuff that I've released in, in recent years, it's, it really depends on the audience because I always try to, to evolve with where music is going, but remain true to, to my, you know, my own art. Yes, but I always yes. want to always be authentic in the music that I'm producing, but still be aware of where music is going, you know, and, and try to bridge that gap between the days gone by and, and current and future music. For me, when I write a song, it's about what's going to sustain this track beyond the dance floor at this moment, because a remix can always breathe life into a song. But at the at the crux of it, it is about the song that has to speak to people. That's what people take within themselves, and it then becomes part of them, and that's where the life well, the life happens. It's what's happening in their life. If somebody just broke up with somebody and they're heartbroken, they don't want to hear happy day songs. They want to hear, I'm going to kill myself, I'm sorry he left me, I want him back, I know he's a douchebag, but what am I going to do? I'm nothing but a junkie slut, you know. So anyway, listen, I want to talk to you business now. Yes. If somehow... We can get to sneak in on you. I don't know how I can do it, but I could always say I have to go out and pee. <laughs> and Because I like to pee on the street on fire hydrants. I could tell them that. I have to go downstairs now and pee on the fire hydrant. And sneak to you, because we're not going to be too far from you. Okay. All right? Okay. And, I'm gonna, and I'm not bullshitting you either. If you see my little white face, smile. Oh, um, um, now, the other thing is, can you freebie us? As a guest? Of course. That's the easy way, part. Well, that's not. This way I could tell my host, <laughs> who's already not calling me or talking to me ever again. So fuck it. But anyway, he's a big movie star. You can so talk. Here's what, here's he's what, a big movie star. He'll survive. He's probably going to have 100 people there. and not won't even, even miss us. Not even know we're there. That's the best part. And you know yeah. what? The day after, I'll say, your party was great, wasn't it? And he'll say, Ron, I'm glad you came. <laughs> hey, hang on. Hang on one sec. Chad. Chad. Yes, sir. Hey, Jack, uh, if we play a video for everybody, we can't hear it anyway, so we can still keep talking with Ultra, right? It won't be recorded. Our, our, our talking won't, won't be. I don't want our talking to be recorded. We're just going to talk and play a song for everybody because I want there to be a song on the radio version right. of this when it goes so, out. Okay, so if you so can, hold on. Hi, wait, wait, wait. I'm negotiating. I know, but you're going to negotiate <laughs> not on the air. You're going to negotiate. People, my friends like my friends. I know, I know but I know, but I have to get a song. We've only got Jimmy, four, Jimmy. we've only got four minutes, five minutes left. I got to have a oh, song. Gosh, oh, oh, relax. Oh, 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 She's just crazy. It. So hey, every, so hey, Chad, let's do alternate's free one. Let's play it. She's going to like introduce it for us real quick. Do you have it ready? I do. All right, Ultra, you introduce your free song. We're going to play the video, and then we'll talk while everybody else is hearing the song. There okay. you go. Are we on? We're off the she got to introduce it. Introduce Come it for on, us. Ron. All right, guys, we're going to wrap up 2016, bring it to a close with the one and only free by myself, Ultra Nate. Thanks for tuning in. Perfect. She's really...
She should lose Hang on, weight. that was free by Alternate. We're back on the road, and she's not talking about you losing weight, Ultra. No, Adele, I think Adele should lose. I think weight. Adele's one of the greatest singers ever. Every album has been a hit. Yes, she she wouldn't hurt to maybe lose a little weight, but I don't even care. I think she's a, a fabulous and folks, singer. We're going like, New Year's Eve to see this gal, and the week after it, we'll talk all about it and show you pictures and and explain to you what she did that night. And how she rocked the building down to the ground. There you go. You gotta love it. The plan, absolutely. That's the plan. I'm gonna get. So you guys, this is Ultra Nate. Everybody, you guys want to follow her on music. Her Twitter handle is at Ultra Nate Music. U L T R A N A T E M U S I C. If you want to check out her website, which is a lot of fun, and she's got lots of songs you can stream and listen to on her website. A lot of her new stuff is up there too. Go to ultranate.com. And check it out because it's awesome. And what's the name of your manager? Bill Coleman of Peace Biscuit. Is that the no? Who's is that the guy who contacted me to say that? I, that was Ange- Angelo. 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 Angelo okay. So we want to thank Angelo for like setting this whole thing up, and we want to thank Eileen Shapiro from Get Out Magazine and the Huffington Post and everything for for introducing us so we could have you on the show. We want everybody to download all your music. You guys go to uh, iTunes. No matter what country you're in, you can get it. Go to iTunes, plug in Alternate, and download all her albums. Remember, 
it, although she's had all these like number one hits and she's a superstar, she's still got to sell records, baby. So we need to sell some records. So let's everybody go out and, and support all these great musicians and especially Alternate. We love her music. So you guys get all her songs and, and make sure you get the most recent ones because I think that anything that's put out on her own record label, she makes way more money than anything that she put out on somebody else's <laughs> label in the past. <laughs> You know that the room, the room that you're playing in that night, the dance floor is not that big. No, well, that's all right. It's not that's huge. Right. We'll be we'll just but be you piled know, in. I'm afraid that it's going to be like we can't get in when we get there because it's going to be over. You're going to get there early. We have to go early. Yeah, you get there early. You're not going to get there at midnight. You're going to get there early so you can have a few drinks before she comes on. Yeah. So, there you go. You gotta love it. Um, so everybody, that's it. We gotta go, you guys. We gotta actually Listen, go. We gotta I'm, go. I'm coming all. You know, we're in Pennsylvania now, and I'm coming all the way to we New York. Go. It's a two and a half hour drive, and you better give me that kiss <laughs> on the cheek. Wow. I'm all over. Right, there you I'm go. Coming, I'm coming in for my kiss. Alternate, we love you. Congratulations on a fabulous career, everybody. Follow her on love Twitter at music. Alternate Music, and thank you so thank much. You. Love you guys. Have a Merry Christmas. We'll see you New Year's. I love your music, and that's why I want to meet you. Bye. I love your music. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thanks so much for tuning in. Next week, we got Anaya Day coming on, another great dance singer. And we've got Patrick Fabian. You guys know him from everything because he's been on, like, every major show possible. So you guys are going to have a great time. Chad, thank you so much. Chat room, thank you so much. Everybody, Iris, Iris Ginger, Goddess. Didi, everybody in the chat room, thank you so much. Have a great weekend, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Jimmy, got myself to know that I'll be the one and only the Turkish MC. Always have the clothes of Jimmy. Bitch, I'm your one I wanna be. Jimmy Stock, new celebrity. We'll take you out to Jimmy.